hey, hey, kids. All you crazy kids out there. Uh, this week, episode four, uh, I'm doing this last minute, uh, the day I'm releasing it, because somehow the other intro got overwritten. Uh, but uh, this week, again, for the second time, is Mr. Justin Brusky. He was the second, third, fourth episode of the first season. We just talked about random, and his idea this time was to talk about something, uh, something, just so we had a topic. And his idea was like common phrases, etymology, idioms, that sort of thing. Um, like off the cuff, on the lamb, scapegoat, like what they mean in case people don't know, but also like the history behind them. And then of course it's sprinkled in with a smattering of all our normal tangents. Uh, we had some good charter stories from when I used to work there. And all kinds of good laughter and talks. So, um, I'm going to skip everything else just so I can hurry up and get this out to you guys. But, um, you know how to get a hold of me. Listen to any other intro. Uh, look at the links that I post on Facebook or Instagram. You can find out how to get a hold of me. And eventually somebody will because they'll get sick of me asking. But, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of JB and the Idiots. Goes in the inside. I don't like it. <laughs> it can be off to the side. It can be like this. You might want to get it a little closer. I can turn you up in my headphones. I, I feel like I'm like looking over the microphone at you. <laughs> Set it. Just pull it closer to your face, but off to that way, just a little bit. And then closer, closer. Okay. There. there. All right. <laughs> See. Now you're good. I'd rather have you a little loud than a little quiet. Can you hear me out of both ears? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Check, check. Oh, oh. check there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have my four pages, which should be super quiet. <laughs> it's a flip through. The the ruffle the rustling of pages. Yes. Ruffling, rustling, ruffling. So I did things like. Why the fuck is that so quiet? Hello. My headphones are down. You sound plenty loud to me. I think yours were up a little louder than mine. Hello. Okay. Um, like bite the bullet, hands down. Can't hold a candle. Um, let the cat out of the bag, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Is that what you went with? Pretty much. I also have a big long list of things that people say wrong. I have a couple of those. Yeah. Like escape goat <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yes there's i have a list of those because i wasn't sure which way you were going with it and some of these are really sketchy because it's the internet i was just going i was at first just going with like interesting ones that you might say just off the like just off the cuff you might say something such as and well how about off the cuff that's it i just <laughs> thought of that one off, right there off the cuff yeah like you might say it and not even really ever think about why why that phrase that mixture of words means what you what does that have to, to do mean. with my cuff right. <laughs> right so so what is in fact we can get right into this what is like the or i know what it means like right. when you say it right but what who where the hell did that come from i don't know that one i just said that i don't know <laughs> i thought it was on your list <laughs> it is not on my list i just oh, i just boy. came up with that one i'm not no, well, not like I just came up. I just invented that phrase. You're welcome. <laughs> Year of our Lord, 2022 in a small podcast studio. Um, 
I assume it has something to do with, I mean, you know, your sleeve, but why would, why would it mean to just do something quickly the spur or, of the moment, right? so to speak? There's spur another of one. The moment. <laughs> we just speak in all phrases. That's all uh, that's, we do. Uh, what is the term? Oh, God damn it. Well, that's the thing is that you, you do use these phrases all the time, but I think. Idiom. And, isn't that what it's called? Because that's what I had Google searched. Okay. Like idi- English idiom origins. And right. it's all these random things. Well, if you also search for etymology, that's always, that's a, that comes up a lot. And that's what off the cuff, uh, Google says, uh, online etymology dictionary says off the cuff, ex, what? Extemporaneously, in quotes, 1938 American English colloquial colloquialism suggesting an actor speaker from what what this is wow suggesting an actor or speaker reading from notes jotted on his shirt sleeves rather than learned lines okay they're like a like a quarterback yeah they're they're reading their plays off the cuff it's fairly common for students today to write notes on their hands or wrists i suppose cheating on a test to get the answer on your hand off the cuff so literally off the cuff I suppose if you're in a play or something and you have your hand. So actually, I I didn't I didn't really think of that having the the cheating connotation, but it kind of does, I guess. <sighs> cheating, yes, but to me, off the cuff is like you're just it's improv. You're spitballing, right. which would indicate to me you wouldn't have the answers written down. <laughs> you would just be coming up with it right. as you went. Okay, so Weird. there's one down. What what else? <laughs> Let's go to your actual first one. Uh so this one I don't really have. I didn't really find too much on where this one comes from, but like, how about in cahoots? God damn it. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not it, even yeah, I sure. Think it comes from, well, so what does it mean to you? First of all, in cahoots. Like you're, uh, if you're going into business or if you're like, we're going to rob a bank, but we need a driver. Yeah. You're in cahoots with the right. bank robber. I think it's got more you're of that negative up. connotation rather than like a positive team, perhaps. In cahoots origin. I think it's it, what I found is from the French word cohort, but no real, <clears throat> not really sure on that one. I think it's just a quick, it's a fun phrase. Quick Google says it came from came to English from French by the way of the Scots. Yeah, Scots English. It yep. turns up in Scots English in the 16th century as kehut or kehute, French for a cabin or small hut. Which means nothing like what it means. No, like I <laughs> guess maybe, maybe you're in a cabin or small hut with somebody. You're in close proximity to. <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's a weird one. Okay. My first one, how do I want to go? Do I want to do the origin of phrases or do I want to do people say wrong? Boy, this well, let's go with one. the one with people say wrong. Okay. First one. Let's just do that. The first one is like. Oh, I'm so hungry. Like my stomach hurts. You're having hunger pains. Yeah. It's not. It's hunger pang. Pang. P-A-N-G. Pangs of hunger. Yes. Yes. And I should have wrote it down, but pang is like an uncomfortable feeling or, you know, something like that. So pang. I have probably said that wrong. I think just in the quickness of saying something like I have got to. No, most people say I got to go, whatever. It might be somewhat slang but that is one of that was like one of the top ones on every website is that people just don't know they're even saying it wrong right because it's pang and i even put it in all caps (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll, I'll do one that uh, people say wrong. Oh, I hope it's one I got. <laughs> Nip it in the bud. Yes, in the butt. <laughs> yeah. So Chad was helping me with a couple of these because his his uh, boss just recently, I guess, in one of their meetings, oh. said said nip it in the butt. <laughs> now I don't. I have that on here, but I don't have the. Well, now if you think about it, so that one also you got to think about where that comes from. Why do we say nip it in the bud? It's it's your. It's a pruning thing, yeah, like it, a gardening. Right. If you've got like a disease <clears throat> in a plant or something, you're gonna nip it in the bud. You're gonna snip it off of there. I've but, heard that also when I was researching how to. Because I love basil, so I want to try to grow it in the winter, and I can never. Mm. But it is a plant that flowers, but if you let it flower, the leaves, it gets Uh, bitter. So you have to nip the bud of the flower off before it flowers, and then the plant just keeps growing. Yeah. So it's a common thing. I imagine if you have a fairly green thumb. And I don't know why people say nip it. What do they think that nip it in the butt means? I picture like a cartoon (laughs) horse, like... With their teeth out, just nipping someone in the butt. That weird fucking horse jaw with extending their te- out of with their, their teeth, like aliens. <laughs> yeah. Their teeth stick out past their lips. <laughs> That's what I picture in, but like a TV funhouse animation from old Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with a stupid noise. That's, That's what good. I'm picturing. <clears throat> um, oh, what's another one? Well, we already talked about this one, but scapegoat. Yep. It's not a scapegoat. It's not the goat is not escaping. <laughs> Although they're very good at that. <laughs> it's not it's not what it means. There's a couple of these that actually surprised me where I was like Well, scape is kind of a weird I mean, we don't use the word scape in any other context. Not alone. Right. Like landscape is the only thing I can think of. Yeah. But it doesn't mean the same no, thing as scapegoat where you're cuz that would be for those that don't know like me and you hatch a plan, but we blame it on someone else and yeah, they, they are get the in trouble. Goat. They are the escape they, they goat. They are not the escape goat. <laughs> okay, your turn. Have at it. Uh, let's see here. Oh. How about, so this is a good one. I just, I've used this phrase before, but never had any idea. <laughs> um, well, wait, wait a second. It's not like fuck you or something. Is <laughs> That's cut, a universal term. Cut and run. <clears throat> so what does cut and run mean to you? The f- and this is going to sound like the most random reference on earth, but I just you remember like the Sunday afternoon movies. We used to record those when I was a kid. Yeah. So we had them on VCR tape and in a row we had three men and a baby and three okay. men and a little lady um, with Steve Gutenberg and Ted Danson and yep. mustache Magnum P.I. Oh, my God. Not Tom Burt Reynolds, Tom Selleck. And they were talking about a woman that they were dating and he had been dating her a while and he used the term fish or cut bait. Okay. So to me, that's the same. It's, 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 uh, it's close, but not cut, quite. So, but cut and run, you, when you say that, you mean that you're, you're going to drop everything and go. You're not going to, oh, there's no choice. Fish or cut bait is either do or not do. Yeah. Cut and run is more like, I'm just, I'm not going to gather my things. I'm not, I'm just going to go. I got. I gotta go right now. I remember doing that in Madison once. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. You cut, cut and ran. <laughs> it but, was more of a cut and waddle. But <laughs> oh, jeez. But so cut and run comes from. It's a sailing term, similar to. There's a lot of these bait. that are nautical. Yeah, a lot of the even the phrases or the ones that people get wrong where it's semen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just because they have to speak quickly, they have to convey uh, something like a 
a message quickly. Or there was nothing else to do. That's all. <laughs> Either you were a dumb farmer or you right. like sailed around and that's it. So cut and run is from if you're in a ship on the ocean and a squall comes in and you need to cut the line for the anchor and run. I was thinking the sail so you don't get blown, break the mast, but that makes more sense. Yeah, you don't take the time to to raise, raise the anchor. It. You there, cut the rope. There's got to be a term run. for that. Cutting the... Raise the anchor. Hoist? Ho- so hoist well, the you, anchor? You hoist the sails. <laughs> I don't think you hoist the anchor. There's got to there's be... There's a nautical <laughs> term for everything. Yes. So I'm curious about that. Um, What's another one they have wrong here? I had nip it in. I'm going to cross these off. Nip it in the bud. Um, one that's not, this isn't really a phrase, but it annoys me. And I see it all the time on the Facebooks is could of and should of. Okay. It's supposed to be should have and could have. Yeah. Should have and could have is not a thing. You can't, those aren't no legitimate ways to shorten. No, no. It's supposed to be have. You couldn't. Okay. So you could have said this, but you also could have said that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is per the meridian whatever dictionary it could have and should have or merriam yeah Mer- meridian <laughs> tropic of cancer or whatever um okay cool take one uh on the lamb see you said that one to me as an example of what you were thinking yeah um so That's I did weird... not do any research on that one, and I'm very curious as it's, to what it's you a found. weird one. So on the lamb <clears throat> means is like it L A M or yes, L A M B? It's, it's L A M. Okay, that, that's a that's an oddity as well. So it's not it has nothing to do with baby sheep. sheep. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so it means if you say that you intend to say that you're running from something, running from the police, maybe after we were lamb. in cahoots with someone, right, right, <laughs> and now you're on the lamb. But it's weird because that one. Like lamb can mean to fight. It can mean oh, sure. it can mean to run. Isn't so you that could like be, you're on the isn't that having something to do with like being bedridden also? I don't think so. Maybe I'm not that I'll I know. Shut up. But so like you could be you could have you could be on the lamb because you were lambing, because you were fighting someone. <laughs> lamb bastard. <laughs> Maybe that's some of I don't know. Yeah, that's some of where it comes from. But yeah, that's a weird one. I, I thought that was fun on the lamb. So so this kind of came from, I, I say these, I think everyone says these common phrases. And I yes. maybe, I say them a lot myself. And my, my daughter always is like, what the hell are you talking about? Yes. And it has no idea what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to convey. Context clues, dear and, daughter. And I'll just be like, Hannah, it's a common phrase. And she's like. But why? <laughs> why, Dad? She's still in the why phase. No, she's more like "fuck you," you <laughs> fucking common phrases. <laughs> and I have heard people, a lot of people, uh, some workplaces more than others, where they'll use something, and it's not at all. Use it, yeah, in the wrong context. Not at all. <laughs> you know, like okay, you know, today we're gonna, you know, focus on safety and. Um, you know, tomorrow we're going to have, you know, we're going to provide breakfast for you guys when you come in for the meeting. Because, you know, when in Rome, <laughs> when in Rome like, yes. nope, that doesn't, <laughs> has nothing, nothing to do with, like, I understand that, but you're not understanding the uh, San the, the, Francisco, <laughs> which of course <laughs> means a whale's vagina. Yes. San Diego. No, San Diego, that's it. San Diego. <laughs> 
Um, oh, this one was fun to me. Sleight of hand. Yes. Is not slight like you feel slighted. No, it's a magical reference. S-L-E-I-G-H-T. Oh, really? Slight means a form of trickery. Okay. So it's not slight like you would normally spell it's More like you've been slighted. Like, like slay. But like if someone has if someone has uh, shorted you on something, yes. you've been slighted. And that's not this. It's a different spelling, whole different word. S-L-E-I-G-H-T means trickery, slight of hand. And again, that's something where if you say it, you're saying it right. But it's... You don't know why you're... Yeah. But it's... If you had to spell it. It's spelled differently. Yeah. Yes. And there was a couple that I found in there where you... Like when I explain it, and I might have left some of them out because they weren't that. But it's like on the lamb. Right. You have to explain that it's not L-A-M-B because you say it the same. Yep. So when you're not seeing it in text, you can't say it's on the lamb, not on the lamb. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> through audio, it means nothing. Okay. Uh, how about above the fray? I... Continue. So if there's a if there's a lot of drama or something, but you remain outside of it, you're above the fray. You rise up and overcome. Yeah, and for, I didn't realize that fray means a disorderly or protracted fight. Is so you're it staying above or outside of that fight? A Y or E Y? A Y. So would that be like on a football field? They always use random terms when there's a fight. Yeah. There's a scrum. Oh, he's, or, he remained or, above or a fricus. fray. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bit of a fray on the sidelines. And if there's a player who's staying away from it, he is above, above the fray. Yes. Outside of. Hmm. Okay. Uh, one that I thought was funny, again, that people say wrong is like somebody said something or they turn their life around or making a complete you know, they're 300 pounds, so they're going to go to the gym. They're going to eat right. They make an entire lifestyle change, lifestyle change. People say, like, or that you got surprised by something. So you whipped around and did a 360. Yeah. You're still facing the same way. <laughs> it's actually, you do a 180. Yes. <laughs> but if you think of it, like, if somebody says it, I wouldn't question it. You know what they're saying. Yes. Yeah. But still, <laughs> if you're 300 pounds and you eat M&Ms all day and you're going to do a 360 with your life, you're going to be 300 pounds and eat M&Ms every day because yes. you're literally... You came back around to where you started. Yes. So it's supposed <laughs> to be, I did a quick 180, yeah. not a quick 360. And I giggled at that one because I was like, yeah, I can see that. How about one that's just kind of a pet peeve for a lot of people? Couldn't care less. <laughs> a lot of people say could care less, which really why even say that? Because I could care less about just about anything. Because if I care about anything at all, I could care less about it. That's true. So it means nothing. Or, or, or if I care about something the most, if the, I care about it the most in my life, I could care less about that thing. Yes. Saying I couldn't care less means I care, I, there's no way I could care any less about that thing. I give two shits. Two pinches <laughs> of duck shit. And what the hell did Jamie always say? Because that one was on the list too. It's the least I can do or something like because that. It's the least I could do because for you... I want to do the least. I always do the least, yes. <laughs> but that was on the list a couple times. Or, so, or, or this, this is Jamie too. It's hard, it's hard uh, to get this on a podcast, but this is this is this is me and you. We're like this. <laughs> this is me. This is this is me. <laughs> He's a little spoon. <laughs> I just saw Jamie the other day, actually, for the oh first time in quite a few years. God, I ran into him probably five years ago or more at just a weekend day Menards mm. uh, in Wausau. 
Actually, he was uh, showing me some videos, a little shout out to his kid, his kid, like 20 years old, and he sings classic country music. What? He's, he's fantastic. Really? Yes, he sounds awesome. I guess he, he does, like, plays in some bars, Minocqua, wherever. Good for him. But yeah, it's he sounds tremendous. I was surprised. Like, and he, he's... It does not look like that voice should be coming out of that kid. It's, it's oh, amazing. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. There's a few people like that where you see them. Um, who's that one that everyone knows off American Idol? She looked like the lady from The Goonies. Um, throw Mama from the Train. God, she's just this frumpy looking older lady. Yeah. And could sing like nobody's business. But because she was frumpy and unattractive right you just didn't picture that coming out of her and on that note i got nothing to go for there um there's two different ones here and i didn't realize that it was one word but like if you live in america and you go then live in france because you disagree like with the government Mm -hmm. you're an expatriate yeah but it's one word Right. E-X-P-T-R-I-A-T-E. Oh, I-A-T. If you were like, now you're anti-American, you're an E-X hyphen patriot. Yeah. Like the way you've always spelled it. Because you're Ex- no longer a patriot. Yes. Okay. Expatriate just means you live in another country is one word with the completely different spelling. Okay. I never knew that. I didn't either. But you say them the same. So this yeah. is one of those where you have to see it <laughs> written. So if you're ever writing a paper for something... Make sure you have the right one down. <laughs> and I'll cross that one off. How about a, a bald-faced lie? A lot of people say bold. Yes. Bold-faced lie. I always thought it was bold-faced because if you're standing there looking them in the face and you're still lying, like, that's bold. Right. And you're not cracking. Like, and you have a poker similar, face. It's similar to that, but it actually comes from, like, if you, it's easier, like, a lot of people can tell that you're lying by reading your facial expressions. Sure. That's the best way to tell someone's lying. If you're good at it, you can. You poker face, so right? to speak. But if you're, if you can tell a lie convincingly with a shaved face, <laughs> with a bald face, <laughs> then you're a very good liar. So if it's bald face, yes. But so it, I guess it would be easier to lie if you have a big beard, because True. because you're covering all of your facial because you can't see as much underneath. Right. People wouldn't be able to pick up on those little clues. Um. I'm going to go to the, the fourth page here. Blow your mind here. Minding your P's and Q's. You yeah, know what that would, means. Right. Be, you're you're uh, following the rules. You're doing everything just right. Stick into your own business. Yep. Mind your P's and Q's. Um, the meaning they gave here is to be on your best behavior. Yeah. Um, the origin. There are many stories in this one. The most fun and most common. So who knows if it's accurate is back in the day, bartenders would keep track of pints and quarts consumed by their patrons to pay the tab at the end of the night. Because they're minding their P's and their Q's, so they're not losing money. That makes sense. So if it's accurate, that's pretty freaking cool. It is. (laughs) (laughs) In no, like, country of origin or whatever, but that's, I would imagine it would be English-speaking. Well, pints and quarts, Pints and quarts. Britain, perhaps, because they always drink pints. That's pretty cool. I like that one. Yeah, okay. Take it away. Beat, Um, Beat that. How about a tough road to hoe? It's not a tough road to hoe. No, it's, I think it's a it's a road to hoe. I think it's from gardening. I oh assume. yes, 
but a tough road to hoe if you say that to someone in conversation. It just means it's hard. You you chose the hard path. Sure. Like you you didn't take the easy way, or it was a, it was a difficult thing to do. It was a tough road to hoe. Rehab. I don't know why that. Why you would have to say that when you're gardening? Like, oh, that was a boy. I just got done with uh, the good gardening. That the was fucking a, parsnips. Just that, about that last, killed me. That last <laughs> roll was a tough one. <laughs> it was way harder than the rest of them. Yeah, that was a tough roll. Uh, common one here, which I'm guessing most people would know, bite the bullet, mm-hmm. is get just do something even though you don't want to. Maybe yes, but the origin is pre anesthesia war. Oh, yeah. So you're on the battlefield. They got to amputate. Just bite the bullet. They get it done. put a brass casing in your mouth and tell you to bite down on yeah. it while they're doing whatever surgery they need to do. Horrible <laughs> as that is, um, that's where that came from. That makes sense. To to perform a painful task or endure an unpleasant situation. Yep. Oh, how about, uh, you know, there's one that I thought, I can't think of now. And I don't think I have it on my list. How about this one? Here's one that uh, our, our, our old uh, supervisor used to say. And I don't think it's a common phrase. Block and tackle. I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like this is something that he just said. Maybe it's a common phrase. I don't know. It was not common to me. I had never heard it. But uh, he was very surprised about something. He was pretty shocked and uh, made his gooch pucker. What? <laughs> you don't remember him saying that? No. <laughs> I know what it because the gooch is, I believe, a slang term for the, the perineum. The, the, the perineum. Yes. <laughs> The skin between. But yeah, he was he was very scared or very nervous about something that made his gooch pucker. <laughs> so like I said, I don't think that's a common phrase. Okay. We might have to look but, at Urban Dictionary to find the definition yeah, of a, that one. <laughs> like a like a Stratford area colloquialism. Could be. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> oh freaking red key. Um Oh, this one I thought of as I was sitting at the table, so it's handwritten. Uh, balls to the wall. Oh yes, I that one. I I don't remember now. Really. <clears throat> I know that it does not mean anything about pressing your scrotum to the wall. No, because I always, whenever <laughs> anyone says it, there I'm picturing someone like Scotty Heisel. I hope he listens to this <laughs> shit. When he did you ever hear this story? I don't know. There was a bar right down the hill where there's nothing right now next to the tracks. Okay, it's burned down years ago. But he was there and lived up, I don't know if he lived above Main Street, somewhere up in here. So he just walked. Yeah. So he left, probably wasn't even closing time, but fairly late. He was of age, but um, on his way, it was like, oh, I got to take a piss. Well, there's these dark alleys back here. So he just went, there's trees growing and bushes and whatever. So he kind of went behind a bush to relieve himself. Yeah. And as he like steps back to zip up, he sees a cop car go by and he's like, oh, fuck. So he just started walking, you know, because if you run, then you did something. Yeah. So then he gets to the end of the block. Cop pulls up. What are you doing back there? Whatever. He got an indecent exposure. Oh, God. So he's like, is there any other wording, like any other ticket you can give me that costs the same? Yeah. Because if you look at it in Scott's words. It seems like he's. It, he said, <laughs> it, you know, you remember Scott yeah. is, is classy as he was. He was like, makes me seem like I was smushing my dink up against a fucking preschool window or something. <laughs> Balls to the wall. Yes. So every time I hear that term, I picture Scotty like squeegeing his dink along like a preschool classroom window oh because he was pissing in an alley. 
Yeah, it could. I mean, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty vague. Like that, you could be flashing ticket. someone. You could walk into a store yeah. with no pants on. It's all indecent exposure. He was in a dark alley behind a bush, pissing <laughs> alone at two o'clock in the morning, and he gets an indecent exposure. Nice. Um, but anyway, did they end up giving him that ticket? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, hold on, hold on. That takes a fucking drop off. <laughs> um. So where does what is Balls the Wall actually from? There's recorded audio of U.S. Air Force cadets around 1969 using it, like an audio, like when they had the film crew there in oh, Vietnam. That's right, that's because of the knob. There's the, balls the lever. on the end of the knobs of the aircraft. Yeah, and that's when you go all the way forward. Balls whatever to the like wall, engine full so you're going throttle. as fast as you can. Yes, yes, that's yes. right. I, that that is an interesting one because you don't you don't realize, I guess. I always thought it had something to do with scrotums. As it should. But maybe that's just the way we lean. (laughs) (laughs) What else here? Well, it's your turn anyway. How about throwing in the towel? I don't have that. I saw it on one of the lists and I didn't write it down. Well, so I guess. It's like, fuck this. Yeah. I quit. Well, well, you're done. Yeah. You're giving up. I would say is it similar to waving the white flag? I guess you're, I, you're done. And that, that's one that I don't think I researched. I, I didn't, didn't really, either. Yeah, I just thought of that towel. now. But I think you throw in the towel is one you did not research, right? I, I failed. Well, that's okay. <laughs> we just get back up again. Throw in the. What's that from? That's a, that's a movie quote. What's that? When we fail. We just oh, from Batman. From every <laughs> hero movie ever. <laughs> To quit in defeat, the phrase comes from boxing, in which a fighter oh, yeah. indicates surrender by throwing the towel into the ring. Well, usually their corner would. Their corner would. The, like, if the fighter's the not, old guy. <laughs> if the fighter's not giving up on his own, the his oh, trainer, sure. his trainer would throw in the towel. We're calling this. Yeah, we're calling this. <laughs> uh, well, some of these, like some of them, are common that you you understand where they come from now, but in the future, we might not. Things might change. We don't. Oh, people aren't going to remember. Well, look at the shit people said a hundred years ago, compared to what we say now. How about water under the bridge? There's a there's one Simon that, and Garfunkel. What if what if some what if someday <laughs> That's there's bridge over troubled water? <laughs> <laughs> what if someday there's a there's people living on Mars for a few generations and there is no water, no bridges. It's like they, Fifth they Element, and they're all fl- flying around they might up still in space. Say, they might still say water under the bridge, but have no idea what where a it bridge comes from. is. <laughs> yes, there or was, or if. Uh, all the water on Earth uh, evaporates away, and the ozone's water. gone, and it vaporizes yes. it. <laughs> I don't think we'll have to worry about that. I think bridges will be the least of our worry. Yeah, uh, get one's goat, like you get. Yeah, got my goat. <laughs> we always used to say that to the kids when the kids were uh, were fighting. We like Hannah, don't let Trinity get your goat. Yeah, don't, t- don't let her. Don't let her have that goat. To irritate or annoy someone in the origin is actually pretty funny. It comes from horse racing. Yeah. Jockeys placed goats in the stables at, with their horses, as it was said, to relax Calm the horse. Down, yeah. However, competitors would sneak in and steal the goat of their rival goat. to speak to spook the competitors' horses, <laughs> hoping they would consequently lose the race. Oh my god! And that's where that comes from. That's pretty good. That is. You get your goat. Yep. So literally, you would get someone's goat right at one time, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just became a I, thing. I would guess they still do that. To calm a horse. It's a pretty simple way to calm I'm a horse. I'm picturing I think. like Tanya Harding sneaking into someone else's. <laughs> she would just bash the goat's knees. <laughs> the poor goat. <laughs> 
Wouldn't you smash the horse's knees? <laughs> the goat? Said, no, I think it would distress the because that would <laughs> it would distress the the horse because the horse can pick see, up on that. Like if the goat, goat is pain. nervous, yeah, his his friend the goat, his goat. <laughs> oh, just go to a horse race, see a behobbled goat. I've never been to a horse race. I no, I haven't. I was gonna say I did, but it wasn't years ago. They used to have a greyhound track down in the dells. Mm. My parents went to every now and then. If we'd go visit, just half hour, watch a couple races. Sure. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> Mining your P's and Q's. We did. What else you got? Uh, a bone to pick. I've got a bone to pick with you, That's sir. That's a good one. Yeah. You have a, a grievance. Yes. You need to speak about your grievance. And what the hell does that come from? I don't know. I didn't research that either. <laughs> I was just telling my daughter this morning, like, yeah, I really failed to do my research on these. I printed this like an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is kind of new for us, right? Yeah, well, usually we just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dates to the 16th century (laughs) simply refers to a dog chewing endlessly on and picking clean a large bone. A bone to pick is thus a subject or issue that is expected to require considerate, considerable discussion or argument. Why? Why does... I don't. I still don't understand why. Like I can see that it's from picking a bone clean, but why does that mean? It seems here that they're leaning more towards the amount of time the dog <laughs> is spending to clean the bone. Okay. So like we need to sit down and really need to go go through it thoroughly to to hash this out. Yes. So that you hash have a out. clean bone. <laughs> see, you can't even discuss no. common phrases without using more common phrases. Hash this. Well, out. common phrases are good though because they. Rather than just saying exactly what you mean, they they convey a feeling. You're, you're oh, conveying yes. more than just more than just saying outright what you want to say. You're trying to convey a, a whole emotion. Yeah, uh, and that's I think why we use them. What about whet your appetite? Whet w h e t. Yes, it's an antiquated word for something enticing. Mm-hmm. So it's not whet your appetite. No, you're not trying to water down your appetite. Yes, but if you are trying to whet your whistle. Yes. It is wet. It's W E T. Right. But if you're speaking food wise, it's wet. Wet. <laughs> this is a street in Marshfield, and I hear it every time I think of it. I hear you saying it to me, like on our second day working together. What street is that? Wetter. <laughs> Isn't that just down from you? No, it's, that's Huter. Wetter. I know, but I was saying it you phonetically. Were saying it, yes. H U E T T E R. It, Whoever. it is a block from my house, yes. Yeah, okay, good. So I'm not crazy. Um, which one did I, I just mocked do? you for your incorrect pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of them in town that are stupid. <laughs> do, doegy. Yes. <laughs> it's not daggy, it's doegy. Um, I think, weren't we on doegy when... Uh, the office? Well, that it's also the uh, street that the high school's on, turns into Becker. Oh, <laughs> See, I have a whole mental list of these, but I didn't know which ones you wanted to uh, discuss. So <laughs> that one we could probably when I when I almost a, assaulted an officer. <laughs> I had a little problem with what he was saying. <clears throat> yeah. Authority. <laughs> I guess I do. Yeah. Yes. No problem with authority. So for those that don't know, um, there's the main vein that goes past the high school. Me and Justin were charter cable techs together for years until he left me. Um, but we had a job to do, and there was no alley behind these houses. 
and it was overhead cables on power poles. So we had to carry our ladder and go from the street into from the, the street behind the house. Yep, past the house to the backyard. Easiest way to do that, obviously, park along the curb on the same side of the street as where you're going to be working. Yes. And during certain times of day, because of the busyness of people coming and going, because it's a sizable school in Marshfield, mm. you're not supposed... Is it no parking on the street at all or that side of the street? It must have been that side of the street because his his <laughs> suggestion was for me to move my... Well, first of all, a lady the comes out of the house lady. <laughs> and yells at us for uh, for being on that side of the street. We can't park there at that time. School's yeah. going to be out soon. Like, well, I'm working here, so... We had cones out. Yeah. Safe circle of safety. Yes. There was <laughs> flashers, like there's the strobes, like you have on a dump truck or a, yep. an ambulance or whatever. Like there was, we're legit utility service. Vests, I'm sure. Of course, we were working near the road. Hard hats. <laughs> Safety yes. harness. Yes. All said things. Well, so I, I completely ignored her when she suggested that we should not be on that side of the street. You quietly said something to me. I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but you conveyed that you weren't going to... acknowledge the elderly woman (laughs) one house down who was shaking a rolling pin at us or whatever she was doing but then but then of course then the police officer pulled up that she called i'm sure she must have yeah Yeah. because it was five minutes later yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and he he suggested the same thing that we should move on to the other side of the street and and i and i tried to explain to him why his idea was ridiculous and stupid because now I have to carry a ladder, a 28-foot extension ladder. I have to carry that across this busy street in order to get to where I need to work. And the manner (laughs) with which you explained to him that his idea was the dumbest thing you'd ever heard (laughs) was to take like three quick steps right towards him (laughs) with your hand outreached. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Carry my my fucking giant ladder across this busy road with your hands up in like in air quotes. <laughs> and he like starts to reach back. I don't know if it was oh. pistol side or taser side, but oh God. I believe I did move my vehicle and carry my. Begrudgingly. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was just, I, I'm sure my face looked like Michael Jackson in the popcorn meme. Just like <laughs> watching, see what was going to, see if there was going to be fisticuffs on the side of the road. with A bunch of high school kids driving by. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Was, uh... I, do, I guess I do have problems with authority. <laughs> Thank God. The other one that makes me laugh. Well, there's like 30 of them. But the baby and we can talk about it because nobody was harmed. <laughs> yes. And it was one of my jobs that you were assisting on. <laughs> there was Well, I, I think I had just arrived outside. Yes. And you were you had been inside doing whatever work and I was on the outside of the house box, the where all the cables are mounted on the side of the house. And I was doing something there. Window was open right above us. We didn't know that. Because <laughs> I came outside and there's you. Yeah. And you could see the in the window, there's a fairly attractive younger lady. She had a small child, like a yes. brand new baby. Oh, baby. <clears throat> so I was like, did you see the little baby? And then there <laughs> proceeded to be like three minutes of me and Justin going, oh, look at the baby. Did <laughs> you see baby? the baby? Like <laughs> for no other reason than sheer boredom. Because <laughs> it was probably four in the afternoon. You know what I yes. mean? You're just goofy and ready to be done. Well, then we happen to look up and she's standing in the kitchen, which is on the other side of this window, and it's open. 
listening to us yeah, just idiots. For m- minutes. <laughs> so when I walk back in, because she was pleasant and, you know, like you're fixing my shit, you know, whatever. And when I walk back in, I was like, all right, everything should be good outside. You know, we'll whatever I mentioned that we needed to do next. She's like, yep, okay. <laughs> and like Get clutched her baby. <laughs> and that was like, I really wanted to say like, when. We're not making fun like we were saying how cute he was. Yeah. For five minutes. <laughs> we um, just took it too far. Yes. <laughs> it's like a Will Ferrell skit sometimes where it just carries on and on for too yes. long. But she was not uh, not too happy. We, I, we probably should have nipped that in the bud. <laughs> yes. I remember try- we went balls to the wall. <laughs> I remember trying to convince you to go in and talk to her instead of me so I didn't have to go back in. <laughs> and I think you just went and sat in your truck. I'll be out here. Um, this one is an interesting one. Well, not interesting, but if you, somebody says you're dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. No two ways about that. You're very dumb. You know what, what it means. I actually wrote this down. It's from Chambers Edinburgh Journal of Popper, Pop, Popper Popular Literature by William and Robert Chambers in 1859. Yeah. And it was meaning... Similar to what you're thinking, but in that day, dumb was referring to uh, like you're deaf and dumb, like you don't speak, you don't have much to say. Oh, had nothing to do with your intelligence. Yes, it's just quiet, like you don't have much to say. Okay. So if you have a box of rocks. It also doesn't have a lot to say. Correct. And (laughs) that was the original intention. Now that the word dumb doesn't mean like mute. Right. It means stupid. Yeah, you can't say dumb referring to someone that doesn't speak yes well you can but (laughs) (laughs) no most people will think correctly most people will think you're calling them stupid if you do yes (laughs) the uneducated of course (laughs) there's that one oh i'm getting down there here let's see here how about scared out of your wits (laughs) is a is it wit or is it wit (laughs) (laughs) wit w-i-t just that you can't you can't think you're so scared you can't even think your your wits are you know to have your, have your wits, wits about, about you, you. <laughs> <laughs> which means to me like at least at arm's reach no what your wits like they have to be within your wits are just your thinking but they have to be close <laughs> your wits just that you well i guess if you like you never leave your wit at home when you're at work no you have them about you they're about you <laughs> But you've, you've kept them about you. You have done something. You've remained calm. You've kept your wits about you. See, to me, that phrase should be, you've kept your wits in you. <laughs> because to keep, if you keep something like, oh, I keep, you know, I keep booze about the house. Yeah. It's not in your belly. <laughs> it's about the house. It's all over. So if your wits are about you, to me, that would be anywhere of easy in, access. In your vicinity, yes. Yeah. Like in my personal <laughs> bubble. Um, How about... Um, oh, there's a I'll just do three or four of them here that people say wrong and we can discuss um, so that I don't have like 20 of them when you're done. Here's four of three of them that people say four, four of them pass mustard. Like, well, that that doesn't pass. Doesn't pass the mustard. Muster. Muster. Must, not mustard. Not the yellow <laughs> con- condiment. Um, biting your time. Is biting. Biting, not yeah. biting. <laughs> yes. Again, with the horse. The fucking horse. Yes. Um, by and large. Yeah. It's not by in large. Okay. I, and it's by B-Y. 
Right. Not like you're buying something. Because a lot of people say buy in large. Like they're buying large, buying something big. No, buying. but like buy in large. Yeah. It's buy and large. Right. Would you know that? I'm explaining this to the yeah. to the dullards out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the poor listener. Yes. <laughs> We're explaining the one. And then irregardless. That's technically not a word. Right. Regardless is. So irregardless it's fun, is. It's fun to say irregardless, though. It is. But it's like, it's one of those where you really have to think about it. Like, I couldn't care less. I, I imagine. I could care less. I imagine you know? like George Lopez or somebody saying irregardless. <laughs> Someone who's not native to the tongue. And the last one, just quickly here, was butt naked. A lot of butts. So I think it's buck. It is buck naked. naked. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything as yeah, to where that came from. I wonder from. why that's buck naked. Well, to the phone. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, How about at the drop of a hat? I've heard it, and that would be like a right now thing yeah. also. Yeah. But the origin, I have no idea. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good talk. Some... What? Some think that the original was butt, based on the word having been used to refer to a person's buttocks since the seventh third since the seventeenth century, and that buck was a euphemism. Oh, that doesn't tell me anything. Oh God. This is riveting audio here. It is. The phrase buck naked is well known and means completely naked is synonymous with So apparently butt naked is a Synonym for that also, and stark it naked, hmm. both self-explanatory. There are a few confusing aspects to the etymology of buck naked. Uh, the word buck comes from buckskin, which is the hide of a deer or horse animal. Okay, so if you if you clean the hide, if you tanned it, it's now doesn't have any hair on it so it's naked slang used by americans against native indians for young males who often fought or hunted without clothing hmm. a young buck <laughs> could, could be <laughs> i always think of buck nasty from the Chappelle show so drop of a hat actually is from racing also if you would start the race by That's dropping a hat do you go when the hat is released or when it hits the ground I, I believe when it's released, but I don't know. Okay, buck naked's done. And this one kind of threw me for a loop. I'm guessing you probably already know this. Um, <laughs> if I were to say, like, you got another thing coming, mm -hmm. it's you've got another think coming. What? Yeah. I did not know You that. got another thing coming is just, like, people screwing that up. And there's songs, I think, called that and whatever. Yeah. But the original, like, the way it's supposed to be, is like, if you think you're getting away with that, you have another think coming. Like, that's you just, sit there and you think on it that again. That just sounds wrong. It, it just... does sound wrong, but it's right. <laughs> oh, so right. But that one through, I had never heard that before. No. It's literally like, if you think you're going to get away with that, you need to sit and think on it because you got another think, think coming. coming. Weird. It's just a mouthful to say. <laughs> it is. Yeah, throwing that extra K in there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have the same ring, so that one's pretty obvious. Doesn't if it like two so bells or something telephone don't have the same Ma ring. bell. Got the ill communication. Ma bell. Uh, all intensive purposes. <laughs> 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 uh, 
It's for those listening. People it's, actually say that. Yeah. Intensive. Yes. Purposes. Uh, all intense. Like, if and you intend to purposes. do something. Yes. Not intensive purposes. <laughs> yep. People don't really say that. I've heard people say that. <laughs> oh, and one of my favorites, the Statue of Limitations. <laughs> Solid bronze, I believe. Yes. yes. Statute. Statute of Limitations. <laughs> Uh, and moot point mute. is not mute. Moot. M-O-O-T. Right. Moot. <clears throat> All right. We did mustard biting your time irregardless. Been buffaloed. Oh, good one. I'm picturing you just getting like if you're trying to stop a buffalo, it just bowls you over. And I guess. But if you said that, you you mean that someone's fooled you. So I don't know why it to, goes back to what it has to do with a buffalo. To me, I would think it would mean like you were strong-armed into something. I guess, maybe. And maybe that's where it comes from with the buffalo, but... Hunters gathering food for some French explorers tell them the horse meat... Tell them the horse meat they have brought back and give the explorers buffalo... What? Give them buffalo meat, hence the term they were buffalo... They were fluid. They were fooled. Fluid. Fluid. (laughs) Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense then. They it were, does make sense. They were given buffalo meat instead of what they were expecting. I would so take buffalo fooled. over horse any day, I would imagine. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Why would you be disappointed? Um, like, oh. <laughs> more, more likely to have been horsed, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, I was expecting <laughs> buffalo meat and you served me this dirty horse meat. <laughs> Tastes like glue. Um, let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's a weird one. Why was... So, but it's... You know what it means. Like if I were to say, "Oh, you let the cat out of the bag," you, you know what that means. Yeah, you uh, you gave. There was a surprise, maybe. Yes. and you gave away the the surprise. A secret, a surprise, yeah. whatever. <clears throat> but why does why was the cat in the bag to begin with? I am about to tell you. Let me regale you. <laughs> um, up to and including the early 1700s, a common street fraud by vendors included replacing a valuable pig with less valuable cats and selling them in bags. <laughs> And no so they have like pork parts or pig parts in okay. bag, like burlap sacks, not, I would not imagine. Like, not like live no. pigs and cats. No, like for sale in these markets. Yeah. When they're all tied shut, you pay for them and you move on. And then when they Seems get like home. a really bad way to buy your meat. The cat was out of the bag and the jig was up. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it says here. <laughs> so that's letting the cat out of the bag is like, surprise, you have dead cats instead of a like pork shoulder. <laughs> Because I imagine there was cats, stray cats all over the place. Yeah, just grab them up and yeah. chop them up. <laughs> or something. Yes. Oh, whereas Chad actually sent me. While you're searching too. for that, how about to butter someone up? Yeah. Which is to to flatter, to kiss ass. Yeah. You know. A customary religious act in ancient India included throwing balls of butter at statues of the gods to seek good fortune and favor. Really? So you were literally buttering, buttering up, up the bods. The bods. The gods. <laughs> the gods' bods. That's pretty good. Yeah. Weird. Was butter like that prevalent? They had no problem getting butter, apparently. Those ancient Indians. I mean, all they had to do was shake some milk around. <laughs> you know, they had cattle all over the place because they revered. Isn't a, a bull like a sacred... <clears throat> somebody, I'm big in India, FYI. Yeah. So somebody email me and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I would imagine it probably didn't last long and was fairly uh, moist. 
<laughs> being that there wasn't refrigeration at that time. Right. <clears throat> but you can still make butter. It just wouldn't keep as long. So you just throw it at it would statues. Be soft butter. Use a melon baller. There you go. So here's a. It's kind of like a little meme, but it's a. It's a whole. It's a whole. Uh, it's a I whole. Do like uh, memes. I don't know. It's it's pretty long, but it's a bunch of misused phrases. Well, tell it to us. Uh, most people could care less that people say irregardless. <laughs> this misuse should have been nipped in the butt long ago. <laughs> Maybe they are just scapegoats for the broader <laughs> problems of the decline of education. But even though I have been biting my time here, cringing at the next faux par while they get off scotch-free, scotch free, it's that truly was a mute point these days. Face it, it's a doggy dog world. I think I'll just go curl up in a feeble position. It's etc. 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 I had that was on every list I read was the doggy dog world. Yeah. And I was like, that's nobody thinks that dog eat dog. Yes. Do <laughs> people dog. think it's do- <laughs> like this Snoop just running around for doggy dog. I've never heard. <laughs> I would have never in my life thought it was doggy dog world. <laughs> so, so silly. Like, you know, someone had a tough time and they didn't get the raise. Yeah. And his buddy's like, well, it's a doggy dog world. <laughs> like, how is that supposed to? It doesn't make any that- sense. Ah, I, I like how they ended too with the, the feeble position. Yeah. <laughs> if you're curled up in the feeble position. <laughs> uh, and I had this discussion just the other night. There's a few things that people say, and I probably talked about it on here, that aren't like sayings. But I know a lot of people who say renumber. Yeah. R-E-N. Really? Yeah. Just say it once. Renumber. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> yes. really dumb. So when I hear it, I'm like, oh, what? I was, Chad always likes to say member. You member. You member. And I do it as a joke. Like, hey, you member. You member. <laughs> you member. <laughs> but there's also people, a few people who say, I always screw this up. Say for instead of so. Like, let's finish up here before we can go get lunch. Yeah. I cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I was biting my time. Um. <laughs> Pulling someone's leg. I think it's it has to do with uh, people with prosthetics, doesn't it? <laughs> the guy from The Fugitive. <laughs> Stop pulling my leg. <laughs> he had one arm, but whatever. Um, to tease someone, usually by lying in a joking manner. Mm. The origin is, although pulling someone's leg is all good fun nowadays, <laughs> it was originally described in a way which thieves in London would trip their victims to rob them. Mm. I suppose if you're sitting down like alms for the poor, give them a tug and they, I don't know, fall down. How about a uh, drop a dime? <laughs> I all there, there's now there's two meanings to this to nowadays. Do you know when someone starts saying something and you think they're going to say something else? Yeah. Like when your teacher's like, yeah, we got in a whole shipment. Like you think they're going to say shitload? Yeah. I thought, literally thought you were going to say deuce. Drop a deuce? Yes. Instead of a dime. And I was like, well, I hope everyone knows what drop a deuce means. But No, so, so drop a dime might mean that you're ratting someone out, that you're informing sure. on someone. But it also, for some, so now that 
actually goes back to, I guess, payphones when you would insert um, a dime into a payphone yeah. to make the call <clears throat> and rat someone out. For anyone under 30, Google payphone and yeah. it'll explain <laughs> to you what that is. One thing I don't understand is why drop a dime also can mean like a quarterback throwing a really good pass. I've heard receiver. it like a, a rap artist has just an incredible song that they put out. Yeah. Like you drop that album, drop you drop a dime. a dime. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. It's got multiple meanings. Well, and dime for a long time in the hip hop's communities has been like. A dime bag? Well, no. <laughs> no, like, like you know, ooh, she's an eight. She's a nine. She's a ten. Mm. What is ten? Right. Ten cents. It's a dime. dime. She's a dime. That's a thing. <clears throat> so if it's a song, the best, like 10 out of 10, it's my a buddy, dime. My buddy Joe always refers to himself as a man dime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you telling me he's more like a Canadian nickel? <laughs> no good to anyone below the border. Um, Hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands down the best. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Uh, without a lot of effort. That's what it said here. To me, it's like no question. Right. No uh, competition. Yeah, it doesn't mean without a lot of effort to me. Eh? What do you? What would you think that this one is originated from? I don't know. Horse racing. <laughs> really? Again. When a jockey could remove his hands from the reins and still win the race because he was so far ahead. Hands down. Hands down victory. Huh. Because <clears throat> usually they're up doing it and he just... Yep. It's like a walk-off. <laughs> nice. Um, I think that's all I had. I got a couple more. We'll just, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go through the best of these. Barking up the wrong tree, that's an easy one. I mean, you know what it means. You're, you're mis, misguided. I'd imagine it's hunting. The, the, the dog is got yep. the wrong tree that the bird is in or whatever. Correct. Barking up the wrong tree. Riding shotgun. Mm-hmm. Is Wild West, the person who sat next to the buggy driver, usually had a shotgun. Yep. Uh, <laughs> flying off the handle. Yeah, well, I don't know where that comes from. But you know what it means. Yeah. You've. Well, I kind of flew off the handle of that police officer, I guess. Correct. Yes. yes. Um, from the early 1800s, poorly made axes, when swung, the head would literally fly off the handle. <laughs> okay. And then it says, yikes, with an exclamation point. <laughs> That's what I get for copying and pasting. Um, oh, cost an arm and a leg. This one was very interesting to me. Okay. I feel like I've heard this before. Because you know what it I is. I can't think of where it comes from. It's expensive. It's very expensive. Yes. Um, originates from 18th century paintings. Famous people like George Washington, etc., would have had their portraits done with only certain limbs showing. Because having limbs showing were costly. Really? Because I imagine there's more time spent on a hand than a sleeve. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why they would sit sideways, only one hand or one arm or whatever. God, would they actually have like a board up for like the co- the price with with two hands showing? <laughs> Some sort of invoice that they could. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Or you, yeah. would, you would go into someone's house and see a portrait of them with both of their hands like, oh, La di da. We're having the salted pork tonight. <laughs> so you really went all out on that portrait. <laughs> Portrait. <laughs> Someone, uh, someone's trying to show off a little bit. Sleep tight. 
Yeah, well, you would you would tuck the kids in really tight, right? No. No? And I looked this up specifically because oh, no, it is, didn't make this sense. This is sailing too, isn't it? Nope. Oh. You were so excited. I really wish it oh. was. <laughs> Damn it. Strike two. Uh, mattresses were like straw. Oh, that's right. And they had ropes wrapped around them. Mm-hmm. So after you'd lay on it, it would they would get flattened. Well, so not, you would tighten the ropes up, and it would make the bed was, more springy. It was not that they were around them, but underneath they would sit on a on on ropes that were lashed between the frame. Sleep tight meant sleeping with the ropes pulled tight, which yeah. provide which would provide a well sprung bed. Yeah, mattresses were supported by ropes. I read that wrong. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. what that is. Yeah, like some of these, I guess I I did know, but I've forgotten. Throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me is one of the dumbest things on earth. Well, yeah, you've gotten rid of something important along with the refuse you're trying to get rid of. Yes. Um, and it literally comes from when you had like three generations living in one house and they were poor. Yeah. You had one wash tub. And you didn't want to heat all that water, so everyone would take turns bathing. Yep. Starting with the oldest man, then the men, then the oldest woman, and all the females, and then the babies last. But by that time, the water was so fucking scummy, you wanted to make sure that you didn't dump the baby out because you couldn't see it in that gray, slimy water. <laughs> yep. Uh, that one I'd never heard of, so I'm not going to read it because it's stupid. Turn a blind eye. And this one was kind of funny to me because everywhere I looked, it said the same thing. Because you know what that means. You, you, you know something's happening, but you ignore it. You let it. Correct. Um, is said to originate, and everywhere I read it was the same thing, with Admiral <clears throat> Horatio Nelson, who only had one eye. And they would, it didn't, this one doesn't have the date or, you know, when this was. He would look through the telescope when getting signals from command yeah, with his bad eye, the eye that was blind yeah, because he would constantly, <clears throat> and it doesn't say it on here. I did a little research, but where like they would attack and he was one, like wipe everybody out when they were ready to surrender. The commander would be like, okay, cease fire and stop. Yeah. He would look to get that stop signal with his blind eye <laughs> Not and it. just fucking destroy him. <laughs> oh my God. So that was turning Turn a blind up. eye. He knew the orders were coming. Yeah, didn't want to see them through the he telescope. Did not, did not want to see yeah. those orders with the, his no eye. <laughs> <laughs> that way he could tell all the people below him, like that. Oh no, no, just keep going. Yep. Well, and it, <laughs> I mean, you're on the ship, Captain. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, what about put out? Whoa, pull out all the stops. Okay. Well, so you're you're not gonna. You're going to do everything you have to do or everything you can do to get something done. Balls to the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, It's actually a musical reference. Referring to an organ. Because when you don't press any of the keys, all the stops are in. Okay. It's air. So when you press a key, it opens the stop. You're pulling that stop out. Okay. To pull all the stops out makes it as loud as possible. Mm -hmm. So it's full bore balls to the wall <laughs> you've pulled out all the stops nice interesting um and how does that make it out of the orchestra or whatever no into, idea. into common use you know well it's funny would it be like my grandma had an electric organ mm-hmm. at home 
nobody really has them anymore. People still have pianos here and there. There would still be stops, I'd imagine, in an electric organ. There's a few of the little ones just to make... It's more like the reverb type shit versus like yeah. the actual tone, but <laughs> that's my only guess. Uh, stops. A rock in a hard place. <clears throat> the first reference of... Because that one's like, you're fucked. Yeah, you're stuck in between two bad choices. This or this. Uh, was actually from Homer's Odyssey. When Odysseus had to pass between Sharbdus, mm-hmm. a treacherous whirlpool, and Skyala, a man-eating cliff-dwelling monster. Wow. Okay. Straight. Huh. This I couldn't find a good one for this, but it was straight from the horse's mouth. Right. And they were all like speculating, and it had something to do with the combination between determining the age of the horse by its teeth. And also the term why you shouldn't look a gifted horse in the mouth. A gifted Something horse. to do with inspecting the gift is considered bad etiquette. Well, it's, I think the phrase is a gift horse, not a gifted horse. Right? Oh, gift. Yeah, I misread it. I don't <laughs> have my readers. Like... <laughs> a gifted horse. Oh, that horse is really gifted. I just thought like it was gifted to you. <clears throat> okay. Um, sight for sore eyes. Is literally just was something written in Gulliver's Travels, and people have used it since, since it was a popular book. Yeah. Uh, Bite the bullet we did. Crocodile tears. It's like fake. I always say that to little kids. Right. Like when they're whining and crying, even though it's a fake fucking cry, like you're fine, whatever. Yeah. Because saltwater crocodiles or any animal like that that swims in salt water when they come out they don't they don't sweat so to get rid of excess salt they just tear yeah and that spits the salt out they're not actually sad yes crocodiles aren't actually crying no crocodiles don't cry (laughs) like pimps they don't cry (laughs) uh cat got your tongue yeah was egypt when if you were cursed or you were a criminal or whatever, when you were mummified, they would cut your tongue out and feed it to the cats. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know that one. That's a good <clears> one. <throat> uh, caught red-handed. I feel this like was I very interesting. I feel like I've heard that one. but 15th century Scotland. If you were accused of butchering, like if you were a butcher, mm-hmm. and you were accused of butchering an animal that wasn't yours... The only way you could be punished is if they caught you with blood on your hands. If you butchered (laughs) it, you were washed and they were already packaged and like it was done and you were washed. There's no way to prove it. None. You had to physically have the blood on your hands. So that was (laughs) being caught red handed. Oh, can't hold a candle. Can't hold a candle to it. Yeah. Uh, Like you're no comparison to whatever. 17th century. Uh, relating to one's incompetence as my initial reading of this before I retyped and printed it. I thought it said impotence. Um, (laughs) It's incompetence. Uh, The saying comes from talking about picture like the uh, the ornery old guy from Christmas Carol. Not Bob Cratchit, the the boss. What the hell is his name? What can I think of his name? Scrooge? Scrooge. Yeah. And Bob Cratchit would be there, like, holding the candle so he could see. Yeah. If you can't even hold a candle, you're, like, you're a complete piece of shit. Oh, Like, okay. you're not even competent enough to you're, hold the candle to the master. Even, you can't even be that guy just yes. holding the candle. That means you're basically, you're, you're useless. <laughs> nice. Um, and this one went in Rome, <laughs> as the Romans <laughs> do. Um, 
this one, it literally says, has gone through a plethora or plethora of iterations. As far as the English version, the saying as we know it is found in, as you probably know, the interesting letters of Pope Clement the Fourteenth. Oh, my favorite. Which read letters. the papal notes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you're a great pontiff. Um, <laughs> that is this quote. That when we are at Rome, we should do as the Romans do, end quote. Do as the Romans do. Yeah. Catholicism, wow. <laughs> um, are these... Oh, maybe these were the ones that I already knew, but I wrote them down anyway. Break the ice? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something with England and France or somewhere over that way. Uh, or maybe up further north, where two countries had like a trade route and... If they wanted to create a new trade route in the winter, you would have to have a ship break the ice. Yeah, and if you get things started, if you broke the ice to get to that country, it was shown as a a sign of peace and trust, and like right. we want to work with you. You broke the ice so that way their ships can get to yours. Right. And you've, trade. Got, you've gotten things started. Yes, gotten things moving. Yep. Uh, this one has two separate ones that I've found. <clears throat> like you rub me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> versus the right way <laughs> and there were two different i looked at because some of most of these were all the same like origins yeah this one had two different ones only two different ones but every website i looked at had a different one okay so nobody can seem to figure out back in the slave days they had a lot of oak plank flooring and they would do like a wet wax and then a dry rub like mm-hmm. with the stain on the floor oh, if you rubbed it the wrong way you left streaks because the grain only goes one way on the wood, you would screw it up and you rubbed the floor the wrong way and it would it was irritating. So it was mad. The other one literally is cats. Because if you rub a cat the wrong way, they get annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> you rubbed them the wrong way. Literally, be like two because it you're annoyed when you, you yeah. rub me the wrong way. A cat rub it, pet it from tail to head. They won't fucking like it. Oh, I don't know. Most normal cats don't like being <laughs> rubbed tail to nose. I think the I think people observing a cat being rubbed the wrong way are bothered more by it than the cat. People people don't like to see the cat's fur all disheveled. Yes, like, oh my god, <laughs> looks like they have the mange. Uh, barking up the wrong tree. I think I must have typed that twice. Bury the hatchet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a Native American thing, and then transferred into Native Americans and colonials when they set up a meet. Or a truce or something. When the elders would meet. They would literally bury, bury a hatchet. No. every Like if there was four from this tribe and four from this tribe. Or whether it was colony people and Indians. They would dig a hole. And of the the people who were at the physical meeting. All the weapons went in the hole. Okay. So there was no chance of violence. Like we're going to, to bury the hatchet. Yep. And hash this out. Nice. There's probably hatchets all over fucking New England. <laughs> Big muskets, maybe a blunderbuss or two. <laughs> and then the, another one that was interesting, and I actually remembered it, was spill the beans. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is... You've, you've let something, another, a secret out yes. again. Yep. And that was, um, yeah, I think it was England that I should have wrote down. When they would take like local... I don't want to say town council, but like lord and lady, you know, not big official parliament, but more localized votes. Yeah. They would use white and black beans. Okay, to cast their vote. Yes. And then if you would take it up in their shitty floors with the creaky wood and whatever, if you tripped and spilled the beans, 
two things would happen. Either they would go in the cracks and you wouldn't know the count. Yeah. Or if it was a decent floor and you spilled the beans and there's 30 black ones and one white one, you would know the answer to the election before yeah. they wanted it to be up. And that's where spilled the beans comes from. Because you li- it's literally you spilled the beans. Baby out with the bath water. I did all those. <clears throat> I think we got, we had quite a, we had more than I thought we would. It was good. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And why, sir, why has Paul Christofferson not attempted to make contact? I don't know. He he said, I saw him on Thursday or Friday. This last week again? Yeah. And he said, oh, maybe I'll message him this weekend. He was going to be going, uh, well, I, I actually jokingly suggested that he could come with me and we could do like a. A little three way, three way, yeah. <laughs> but uh, did his eyes light up? His yeah, beady I'm little sure. eyes. <laughs> he mentioned something about maybe going uh, ice fishing this weekend or something. Fucking <sighs> Paul. See that because I messaged him through Instagram because he, I was surprised when it was one of those like someone you may know. No, <clears throat> he must have used his actual phone number when he created the account. Yeah, because it says on there like. Oh, this person in your contacts is now on Instagram. Okay. And I was like, no, that can't be. And I looked in the head. It was like him and a couple of his kids or whatever, you know, for a profile picture. And I was like, God damn, that's Paul. But almost every single one of them is either like fish they've caught when they've ice fished or like shit that he's grilled. Yeah. So I know it's him because there's pictures of him like with the family and whatever. So I sent him a message on there, but I didn't know if he knew that you could. Yeah. Receive a message in Instagram. <laughs> well, you must have his phone number already if it if it matched someone oh, that you know. Fuck. I I think I have a ton of phone numbers. I just don't know if it was still the same. Just start calling all of them. But if I never got rid of his phone number, then technically you wouldn't be in trouble for giving it to me. That's right. I, I have refused to give it to you. Because after seven years I still have he's Paul probably, C. in my phone. It's probably the same. I bet you his phone number has not changed. <clears throat> Should we read it aloud? Call him right, call him right now <laughs> on air. What's up? <laughs> We'd be pissed. Then he would say no. Yeah, and then I got random stuff in here I need to get rid of, like painter hyphen Dorchester. <laughs> no idea where that came from. And no idea. There's no <laughs> nothing on here that says when it was inputted. No. In, input? Inputted? Um entered yeah but there's a lot like i, I mean red keys is probably still the same uh, paul is still in there mine I, changed when i got when i became isp but see i have two for you and one says work and one says personal and the one that says there's, there's only the one anymore that ends in 11 yeah that's the only one okay then i can get rid of the other one um yeah i guess i forgot i had that in there I'll just drop him a text here and there yeah. Like it's a ghost of your fucking past, sir. <laughs> Where you at? <clears throat> oh, and I've recently got a hold of because there was three of us, and they were probably I'd say five to ten years older than me. When I was like nineteen or twenty, I moved to Chippewa and there was uh Celestica. They were like a branch prior they were Cray, and then SGI bought them out. Oh okay. circuit board stuff. Yep. Clean room. The static electricity band, you know, watch bands to the desk. And it was a big vat of like 1,500 pounds of melted solder. 
and the boards would just float over the top and it would just kiss and yep. all the through parts would solder in and whatever. Yep. So it was this 60 foot long where we put the parts in, you clipped them, you put them in the little jig with the holes in the bottom, run it over. And then there was people at the end that would inspect to make sure everything was good. And there was two lines. And we had a fucking blast. We would drink all the time. Like it was just, it was crazy. It was chaos. But it was some of the best times of my life. And I f had finally found one of the guys on Facebook because I remembered his name. And he wouldn't, he was just never on. Like the last thing he posted on Facebook was like a year ago. Yeah. So it probably took two months to get the friend request. Like, oh, he, and I'm like, oh, he's fucking alive. He's on. Yeah. And maybe a week ago, we just started messaging back and forth. He's like, well, I'm in the cities now. Yeah, whatever. Love to do a, he's an IT guy now. So he does, he's like, yeah, I have earbuds and shit that I do. We do Zoom classes and Zoom trainings and whatever all the time. Mm. So he's going to be on. But there's one guy, Chris, and I even put on the Eau Claire area, like, buy, bid, sell on Facebook, a picture of his profile picture. Yeah. Like, I'm looking for this dude. <laughs> he doesn't owe me money. Because the last thing he posted was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. But there must be some setting like there's no friend request button. Yeah. So. Well, I like I was on Facebook. I haven't even used it for a couple of years now. But I was on there just to be able to keep an, uh, keep track of events. For oh, certain sure. Because there's I, a lot of stuff. I, where had, they... I had zero friends and <clears throat> I didn't want any friend requests. So if you did find me on there, you wouldn't even be able to. There's a way you can turn that off. And it's been forever since he posted. But it's his ugly fucking mug. For the profile picture, so I know it's him. Yeah. And he had posted prior, just nothing since, like, January 2021. Mm. So I put on buy, bid, sell. Like, he doesn't owe me money. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I just worked with him literally in 2001. Great times. And I have a podcast. I want him as a guest. Yeah. So somebody tagged somebody who had, like, a hyphenated same last name as him. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that must, I wonder if that's Greg's whatever. And like it went to three or four different people and I got a hold of Greg Russell yeah. or sent him a message anyway, because according to everyone else, that's his brother. And Greg is fairly active on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for him, but we're not friends. So I could send him a message, but you don't always see those come through. Like you have to accept okay. other, you know, he could just block the message. Like who's this fucking random yeah. and never see it. But I really, really need to get a hold of Chris. And I told Mudrick, if we do, we're going to have a three way. Because Chris would fucking drive over. Or I could go to this Eau Claire. Jason came over from the cities. You know, just meet right. right in the middle there somehow. But yeah, I've been reaching way back. There's a couple guys from high school I got to get on here yet. Um, but yeah, I just forget. I have way too many contacts. I probably still have people... Like from, I think I have Jeff Mooring's phone number in here. <laughs> like just shit that I don't need. Apparently he's retiring in May. He's really? Done. Yeah. So you putting in for that shit? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I'm, I'm on the wrong career track to be a maintenance tech. What He's like VP or whatever he yeah. is. Yeah. Mr. Charter. <laughs> I remember getting scolded because I didn't know who he was. And I was fairly new, but he just stopped in for one of our weekly meetings. Yeah. And Mark's like, oh, hey, you know, Joel, this is Jeff Mooring. And he's a fairly intimidating. You know, he's a big guy, whatever. Yeah. So I didn't know if he's a fucking salesman. Yeah. No clue who he was. So I shook his hand. And I was like, hey, this must be the guy whose job I'll have someday. And, <laughs> and Mark's like, oh. 
because he was always on eggshells. Even when Paul was there, he was just like, everyone's going to get fucking fired if you don't just shut up. And Jeff, like, did the Donald Trump pull me in handshake. In in Radke's defense, you often did things that that made him worried about. about (laughs) I don't know if often is the word, but. uh, I I would just sit back and shake my head at you. I would never do such things. Right. Right. But Jeff, like, pulled me in, slapped me on the shoulder. He's like, I like this guy. You know, whatever. I'll see you in the meeting. And Radke was just like, Made it through. Okay. Nobody got punched in the face. We dodged a bullet there. Yeah. That hopefully wasn't the day we zipped ourselves into the same (laughs) coat. Then every year, Chad, shout out to Chadwick Strasser, who I know listens to the show. He re-tags the video every year as a memory on Facebook because we have brand new jackets. (laughs) And they had the zip out liner. So if you take one jacket and you oppose it with another one, you can zip them together. Well, in theory. It, no, we could. We just couldn't get undone. <laughs> so while we're trying to have a meeting, me and Justin are literally face to face with our two jackets while they were on. Yes. Zipped, well, yeah, of course. Zipped together and could not for 10 minutes get the fucking I think we had to destroy zipper. one of the zippers, basically, to get them apart. I think it was probably just mine. force. Yeah. Force involved. Just pull it off, so to speak. <laughs> The zipper. The only thing that would have been better is if Chad would have joined us in a, a three-way a jacket tri- zipping. <laughs> a trifecta. <laughs> the holy trinity of jacket zippings. But there was, and the one thing I do want to talk to Paul about was, I distinctly remember him. I've never really seen him mad. Most of the time when I got in trouble to the point where he had to come into the office. Yeah. It was like a head shake and a smirk. <laughs> right. It was one of those times when I was down in Madison. I feel like he took things a lot less seriously in I some think, cases. I think he did. With, but with a grain of salt. I think he knew he was around enough. He was there fairly often. Yeah. To where he, for one, is just a relaxed person. Mm-hmm. And two, he knew who he was dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got scolded, I was down in Madison and then you could save your receipts yeah, you had for the to. meals, you whatever. Yeah, and now don't they have like a card or something now where you just you put still it all have on? to save the receipts? Though. Okay, yeah. So I did all that. You have to you save the receipts. You have to enter them all on this sheet, mm. and then you have to mail them. Maybe you can scan them now. I don't know. But yeah, we used to have to literally mark had envelopes ready to mail down to Fond du Lac or Madison or wherever they went to. And I got this email because if I have a bunch of loose receipts and a piece of paper, what do you do? What do you do if you're going to mail it to someone? What do you think you would do? There's some, I don't know. I put all the receipts on top of one another, put it on the corner and stapled it. Okay. So when you open the envelope. They're not just flying everywhere. Receipts everywhere. So I get this nasty gram from Miss whoever in an office somewhere telling me that if I were, I've actually read the instructions that I am not (laughs) to staple them together because they have to scan them. And if. By stapling them, that could delay my reimbursement. <laughs> and immediately. You as, fired off another email, <laughs> a response. As I read it, I didn't take five. I didn't take the breather. <laughs> immediately. I think I was like, oh, really? <laughs> type, 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 type. And it was like, oh, my God. I apologize sincerely. Had I known one 
tiny metal staple would make (laughs) your day harder and delay my reimbursement, I would have never, like in italics, ever thought to do something so vile and betray your trust. Like this (laughs) email. So apparently she got that. She didn't appreciate that. Right to a supervisor. (laughs) Because this little son of a bitch. (laughs) Probably about an hour later, I get a call from Reggie. Joel. <laughs> Need you to stop in the office. And he always did that. <coughs> or he would leave a voicemail like, hey, I need you to call me back real quick. And I'm like, because you never, like somebody call up and say, I did something I didn't do, a customer piss, like what What could it be? Yeah. It's never. It's not going to be anything good. No. <laughs> so then when I'd call him back, he's like, hey, um, go run into the fleet for him. You need any jeans? I'm like, motherfucker, say that in the voicemail. Don't make me think all the shit I did wrong this last week. But he actually told me to come into the office. Oh, yes. And I was like, yeah, I'll be Did you think about that email right away? It it was an hour after I sent it, so I immediately thought of that. (laughs) And I I reread it back, and I was like, there's no cursing. Yeah. I didn't, like, it was sarcasm. Mm -hmm. But I was reading it in my head as sarcasm, because I typed it sarcastically. Yeah. It might have come up being even stronger for there, someone else reading it. There's no symbol for sarcasm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're typing something. So I get in there. I walk in the office. And this is when we were at the mall. So you go in that big, the big room where like the cubbies, the cubicles are. Yeah. And there's Mark kind of leans back to look, see me walking in. Standing behind him is Paul. <laughs> and then Travis Bauer Shaking his is head. standing right there with him. And Travis goes, turns around and walks away. <laughs> And I was like, fuck, okay, okay, whatever. So I walk up, and Mark's like, you see what's on the screen there? And I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, trying not to smile or smirk, because it's me. Trying not to make light of it. I can't. Like, if you're mad, it's funny to me. You make funny faces when you're mad. Yeah. So that's why I'm looking down or looking away, because if I look at you, I'm going to laugh, and then all of a sudden it's, oh, this is funny to you. It's even worse, yes. Yes. So he's got his serious face on. He took his readers off. <laughs> Paul's standing behind him. Button his vest. And I kind of looked over and I was like, yep, that's my email. And Paul's like, sure is. Like with a smirk on his face. <laughs> so I am pic- picture Radke like readers up on the top of his head as he sits back in his chair. <laughs> well, I think you know what I'm about to say about this. <laughs> And I was like, well, I didn't send it to you. Whatever. He's like, oh, no, I got it from so-and-so-and-so's supervisor. (laughs) And so he started in on saying something. And Paul's like, just... We reread it. And as he's saying that, he, like, breaks into laughter. (laughs) And he's like, we know you. Like She does not. It was a little bit funny to us. (laughs) But you can't send that stuff. (laughs) These people are just waiting for something like that so that they can get somebody in trouble. Yeah. Like, you just, you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, okay. He's like, all right, that's it. See you later. <laughs> so <laughs> Paul took the reins and basically like just, but it was funny because even Bradkey had a smirk on his face. Yeah. And as Paul was telling me to not, he was laughing. <laughs> So that was just take a moment when be, before you send the email. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had a copy of it because it was really well written too. <laughs> maybe Raggy saved it. Maybe 
I've, <laughs> you can bring it in with him when you I'm have him my, in. F- I'm sure. They, don't they have like permanent files? You probably made his gooch pucker a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I did when I told Mooring I was going to have his job someday. <laughs> and that's really because, I mean, you can pucker like you can pinch off the front and you can pucker the back. But to get the get the, gooch the, pucker the, to the perineum to <laughs> to, to rankle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was all kinds of uh, all kinds of good stories. Mm. And I do think about and I really wish I had his last name. Uh, Ed Cliff Cliff. Cliff. Yes. <laughs> the gentleman who who knows what his actual name is. He was he was a cool guy. We hung out with 10, him. 10, 15 years older than I was. Yeah. Or us. We hung, I guess. We hung out with him quite a bit. He was a cool guy. We drug him around downtown Madison. No idea what his name was. But he seemed like a cliff. He looked like a cliff. <laughs> so we just called him Hey You. Or like, hey. Yeah. I remember we went to Noodles and, and Company. And between us, we would refer to him as Cliff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he had no idea. Sweet gentleman. From Ironwood, I believe. I think so. He was way up north because he'd never been to Madison. Yeah. <clears throat> so we took him to Noodles and Company, and he ordered. <laughs> do you remember this? Yeah. And he got bread? some mac and cheese or whatever. And she's like, "What kind of bread do you want?" And he looked at us like someone just <laughs> poked him in the gooch. He looked back at the lady and bread, <laughs> bread. <laughs> like, like and he had, we were never like, heard of such a thing. Like it's you know. <laughs> Because I believe one of us started in on the whole, like, yeah, you know, salt and wheat with, with <laughs> yeast. It's leavened. leavened. And <laughs> he's like, I know what bread is. And it's like, well, do you? Because she's waiting. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. And then come to find out, like, you get bread with your, I don't know, maybe he got soup, something. Yeah. You, you got bread as a side. He just didn't read that far into the menu. And it blew his mind that he got bread. Amazing. Yeah. I, I hope they still offer bread. Bread? <laughs> I guess the, the one dish I always get there doesn't, they, they've never offered me bread, I don't think. <laughs> You'll have to really read through the menu to see what you get bread as yeah. aside with. Um, but it was <laughs> that trip. <laughs> well, and then the, well, in my side from, from Noodles. Remember what my what no. my my dessert? You know what I remember about you on that trip, and I think it was that day when we went into Half Price Books. Yeah, and you come out with the fucking world's largest textbook, and you were just stoked that it had like the DVD ROMs oh, on the yeah. back page. I I have used that. <laughs> I have used that book. It was the CCNA. It was the CCNA. That's what it was. I always want to say C <laughs> We touched on that the first time. But what did you get? No, you don't remember the dessert that I got? I and I, I couldn't finish it on our. I got it as we as we were leaving town back to driving back to Marshfield. That was the Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> it was a large Rice Krispie treat. Picture quite large. like a god damn like four by twelve inch. Yeah, it was in a the big light chunk. blue foil prepackaged, not like grandma made and sold at a yard sale, like store bought yeah. Krispie treat. Yeah. And I couldn't eat it all on the way on our drive back. I remember there was quite a bit left because yes, I, I was, was able to form it into a phallus, <laughs> complete with scrotum. And then as we when we got back to town, of course, so my I think one of our vehicles was at the office still. Yeah, so we met. We we to drop we, off. We dropped back, dropped off at the office. <laughs> I left that phallus 
laying on or sitting on Racky's desk. Well, it wasn't laying. <laughs> it was standing <laughs> because you stuck it as if there was a suction cup base <laughs> pointed high in the sky. This giant oh crispy dick yes. on our supervisor's desk. And I really wish that I had like a game cam or something <laughs> to, find that. to see the reaction uh, and see if he took a bite without using his hands. I'm going to hear about this now. I am absolutely going to. Because Paul listens. I, I hope Paul listens. <laughs> see, I really, really want to get into it about our trip to Hooters because that was your decision. And then it made decisions for me down the road well, that ended for up. For you, the decisions were made for you. It yeah. was made for me by Jesus and my bowels <laughs> to do the second half of a 90 degree and humid day of gaff training with no underpants. <laughs> I think everyone can kind of fill in. It doesn't really have much to do with me other than choosing our, our lunch destination. Well, it does. It started the night before. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> when there was a Madison taxi taken, mm-hmm. there was some cocktails with dinner. I went back, like nobody was out in the hotel lobby for when it was time to go. Like I'm hungry. Yeah. Everybody's doing their own thing. It's hot. We're gaff training. I think I had a nap or I talked to the family or something. It was it was ridiculously humid, though. It was like towards mm. the end of the year, like in August. Yeah. And you're out in a, a field with these chewed up old fake telephone poles. They're real wood, but there's no wires or anything attached to them. To train you how to gaff with a belt and gaffs up. The spikes and spikes attached to your boots. To uh, yeah. So it was hot and miserable. So I went out to dinner, had a couple cocktails, ended up. At some tavern, and I get back to the hotel maybe nine o'clock, and I'm three quarters good. Cab's still sitting there waiting. As you're outside, you smoked at the time, so you were having a smoke, and you were at like a seven of irritation. Like, you can't fucking invite me. Yeah. It's like fucking nine o'clock at night. You can't invite, like, we can't go out to dinner. And I was like, well, fucking get in. So then we went, who knows where. A couple couple spots, I think. It was fairly close there around McFarland. There was, yeah. I think that's where we ended up. Because we ended up at the bowling alley. Well, there was an isthmus, I believe. The bar was in the shape of an isthmus. (laughs) Yes. It was a peninsula. There was no... Because there was no back bar on either side. And of all the things... It was an odd-shaped bar. Yes. It was a strange... Of all the things you could choose to drink, you went with dry red. Mm -hmm. And about halfway through that glass... Your eyes were the color of the wine. Like you just <laughs> glazed right over. You went downhill really fast. I don't I don't remember that. Part. I was already on my way downhill. Like you were sipping some tequila. Yes. And then that was like 8.30, 9 o'clock. I remember getting back at 2, 2. 2.15 in the morning. <laughs> only, only to get up the next day and go climb some poles. In hot. I remember puking in the parking lot. I was just over full, so I threw up in the parking lot. But it was right next to my work van. Mm-hmm. So no one knew it was me. I got in and moved it to a different <laughs> parking from. spot from the little, the spittle pile. <laughs> so the next day, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I had to skip breakfast, even though they had like the waffles, like they had good continental breakfast there. Mm-hmm. I had to skip it because I was scared. 
<laughs> it's going to come out one end or the other. So I can't like just water for me. Thanks. Yeah. I don't remember feeling bad the next day. My head was fine. My tummy was not. <laughs> it was just was angry. So then first break, it was like 10, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever, where you get to go in. There's the vending machine. And I had like some of them, the vanilla, the blonde zingers, mm. <laughs> some sugar, mm-hmm. you know, get some some base to me. And then I was like, oh, fuck, like 10 times better. Like this, I'm back in the game. So for lunch, where do you want to go? Well, there's a, this is me doing Justin. There's a Hooters down by East Town. <laughs> so we went to Hooters. And I've only been there once. I've Yeah, a couple times in my life, probably ever. And to each his own. But if I remember correctly, the name of that particular one could have been Chickadees <laughs> versus Hooters. So nothing was really appealing to me on the menu. And I ended up getting some sort of, it was like garlic parmesan, like boneless wings. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they bring it out in this, it looked like a miniature, like stainless steel bathtub. And they're just drowning. They're like in half grease. covered in this fucking grease. <laughs> just literally grease. Ate them all. And we were 10 minute drive, maybe. It was, yeah. If it was, you hit every it was, pushing it, it was pushing it for a one hour lunch to get there and eat and get back. Yes. So you didn't have time really once we, once we got back. Yes. So we were about. <laughs> you, you soon made time. <laughs> I made up some time on the way back. So as soon as we get back in the truck, there's a little bit of an unsettling feeling. Deep. Yes. You could hear it over the sound of the engine. And there was an intense pressure on the inner wall of my colon. And I assumed that it was dry air because it's creating gases. You should should never assume. But I had... Didn't maybe tell you, but previously on the drive back from Hooters, Mm -hmm. there was two or three times where I had broke wind. Oh. I just, it was hot, so the windows were down. (laughs) We were smoking. Whatever. So this is like the fourth of four. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And there was a noise that sounded like when the ready whip is gone, but a little bit comes out. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Because you looked at me. And this is on camera, so you looked at me like this. <laughs> and I looked at you like this. <laughs> oh, no. And you said, <laughs> as you like, you laughed and like puffed cigarette smoke out of your mouth. You were like, shit your pants. <laughs> and do you remember what I said? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we had about four stoplights to go. Get into the thing. And as soon as I stood up, I was like, yep, yep. <laughs> and it wasn't like filled them running down my leg. No. There was enough to know that there was something there that shouldn't be. <laughs> so as I waddle over, and this is the Madison office. Mm-hmm. So one of the techs was a Madison tech. Yeah, and so had, had to let us in. A security badge to swipe to get in the door. So I was like, <laughs> give me your fucking swipes now. <laughs> I was like, give me the fucking swipes so I can get in the door. Waddle, because <laughs> they're these double lined work jeans. You got steel toe boots, you know, safety yep. toe, whatever. You got all this shit on. Found a bathroom as quietly and discreetly as possible. Cleaned up, jettisoned the underwear, wrapped them up in a big ball of toilet paper. 
open the stall door. Nobody else was in there. (laughs) Into the garbage and got the hell out of there. So somewhere there's a landfill with charter hand towels from the restroom and a pair of Adidas men's boxer briefs soiled. I can't believe they never provided us underwear. Some nice charter, <laughs> charter They drawers. gave us everything else. Let me give my damn jacket back when I quit, too. Well, I can't have you selling that stuff with the logo and sell that on eBay. I would. I still have about eight hats. My boots are still in pristine condition. These these have been lasting me a long time in my new position. They don't get worn out. Worn I have out two pair, I think. One is pretty beat up because it was when I left. Uh, but the Carolina loggers, the That's brown what, ones. I like these. These are Carolinas. I, I always... Got used to these, I guess. Yeah, that's the same thing. Mine are brown. Yeah. I think we have a different sole on it. Something. Um, But they were the unlined mm-hmm. ones. But yeah, those, I have everything else. The jeans. Bibs. Yep. I suppose it may be anything with no name, but the hats they didn't have. In my new position, they don't buy us pants. They they, they get us shirts and jackets oh, and sweatshirts. Oh, I suppose because you're not. One of my, one of my old co-workers... It threw kind of a fit about them not buying us pants. Like, oh, well, good. I guess uh, beware when you come into my building that I be walking around sans pants. <laughs> but I suppose if they have requirements for you carrying a ladder and going into the field and rear easement shit and backyards and whatever, mm-hmm. if they're telling you you have to wear pants mm-hmm. or these pants, you should provide them. For you guys, if they're like, okay, you have to wear pants, but whatever. Yeah. Like you can wear fucking slacks if you want. Right. Then. Then a lot of people do. Because, I mean, there's some physical work involved, but not a lot. Setting up the racks or that kind of stuff, I would imagine. Yeah. <clears throat> not a whole lot of it involved. Well, yeah. What uh, What else was there? There was something else. And I'm not laughing evilly because I'm passing over something. I'm laughing evilly because because you because you got me to speak on this subject. Because I guarantee there was more. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be detrimental to like we did nothing wrong. It's just I soiled myself because it's fucking <laughs> goddamn Hooters, greasy ass, and I haven't been back since. No, no, just, just ruined you. Yeah, literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I'd be able to eat it again. Left a sour taste in my pants. Well, part, um, part of that same trip too is the the uh, turd that that couldn't climb, wouldn't climb. Uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> my hands. So, so he would. I mean, for we all had to climb like each pole. I think up so. The guy, down, the guy, up and down, the guy was gonna down. he was gonna end the class early for the day. Like, okay, everybody just go up and down each pole. Is like eight poles, ten poles yeah. in the yard. It, everyone go up and down each pole once, and we'll be done for the day. And this guy cool. does like this guy does like one half of one pole. That's all he does. And, and it's he, what he, are those thirty feet? Yeah, ish. Yeah. I mean, it's you're not doing ninety foot lineman. No. Full fucking bullshit. Whatever. Yeah. So They're, he does he does like fifteen feet <laughs> up and down, and he's done. He can't do any more. And then we think he's gonna die. Yeah. After we get we get to the hotel, and I'm in the <laughs> the fucking uh, elevator with him, and he's like, oh my hands, like. Get the fuck out of here! God damn it! And, they, and he passed. The, somehow that guy passed. I don't. I don't. I don't think that guy failed anybody. Do you remember what he reason. was going to do for the rest of the night because his hands hurt so bad? No. Play Xbox. Oh yes. 
Well, that's maybe that's why he wouldn't climb because he didn't want to ruin himself for a nice night of gaming. I remember you mentioning something where you thought perhaps he was just violently masturbating all night and <laughs> and then his hands had seized into like, a curled a fucking claw. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he was annoying. Cliff was there. There was a lot from that trip. Mm-hmm. Did we go to Well, the... I can't believe they they sent the two of us together on that trip. Do you it's remember ridiculous. how that happened? Well, I got silent treatment from Radke for a long time for that <laughs> because I sent an email to him and Jeff Mooring yeah. because I was talking to somebody in Madison. I don't remember who it was um, about when the next gaffing class was going to be. Yeah. Well, I, we had I been had, asking forever. I had been asking quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always no, you know, workload, whatever. We can't, we can't do that. Can't do that. Mm. So I think it might've been to Paul, Mark and Jeff, or maybe just Jeff and Mark, I don't remember. Yeah. But somebody who I was had met or became friends with just over the course of the other trainings in Madison uh-huh. um, had sent me, oh, it was Becky Van Ness. Okay. She was like head training coordinator because mm-hmm. she took, when I got rehired, it was, they made me redo like the troubleshooting two class or something. And she was new with the company and wanted to know like what these trainings provide. So she took it with us. Okay. But she would send me the monthly training calendars. <laughs> So you knew what was coming I knew up. a month ahead of time because it was, say it was April 1st, they knew what May schedule was yeah. already. <clears throat> so when I got that, I sent it to Radke and Jeff and I was like, hey, I mean, Justin, I've been asking for this for a while. I understand you probably don't want to lose two techs, but they only have one class. There might be one later. Like if Justin wants to go first, whatever, mm-hmm. here's the training calendar link. <laughs> See what happens. And then... Um, I got an email back from Jeff just to me yeah. saying, oh, cool. Yep. You and Justin will be going to this whatever it was class. Now you've gone over Raggy's head. and Yes. But <laughs> did we get gaff training? Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. It's I get shit done. I, I, I used it occasionally. Not a lot. I would. I didn't like it in winter. Which is actually like the time it could be the most useful. You're dragging your fucking ladder back behind rear snow and drifts shit. and yeah, yes. But I would say technically you're supposed to. You're not supposed to walk around with the gaffs on. You're supposed to walk to the pole and then you got to stand there in a fucking snowdrift and put these fucking gaffs on, which is yes. not easy. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I would say thirty percent of the time, yeah. if it was feasible. Or right. made sense to. If it was roadside, no, just put your fucking ladder up. And that was about the time that Marshall started transitioning to all steel poles. Oh. So <laughs> fairly useless at that point. Just did you have diamond gaffs? <laughs> Maybe some electromagnets on your feet. <laughs> just <laughs> yep. right up. That's pretty good. I like that noise. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was me getting into trouble again. Um, but yeah. So what else? Any any new new uh, revelations in the life of Justin? Obviously, I know what you do, but uh, still bicycling. You got the fuel, the uh, wheel set up in the basement. I do. I need to get back on it, so I'm not completely out of shape for the springtime. How's but, your knee? Oh, actually, that. So I I maybe owe a little Part bit of an, uh, an apology because <clears throat> I I blamed oh. it entirely on the. So they still they drag their feet and. Yeah. Took too long to yeah. give me my bike fit. Fuck them. But I don't think it necessarily was the cause of my knee knee issues. Okay. So 
Was it bearing the load of being the funniest person you know? It must have been. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a tough road to hoe. <laughs> For all intensive purposes. <laughs> no, but so what I completely ignored the fact that so the day before I did that, so I did a 125 mile ride and that was like the last 15 miles of that ride is when my knees started to hurt. Yeah. And the day before that I did like a 30 mile ride and that same day, so the day before my 125 mile ride, yeah, I had my first uh, COVID vaccine. And I didn't even connect the two at all. But it turns out that in rare cases to any vaccine, you can have, what is it called? Uh, it's a it's a reactive arthritis. Fibromyalgia. Reactive arthritis. So it can cause, it can cause arthritis, okay. and it, but it's temporary. It, it's it, just a, like an inflammation and then it's... There's treatments that they can do to make it go away sooner, but otherwise in six months to a year, it goes away on its own anyway. And that's basically what happens. So I... I was very. I think when I was here last, I was very close to not getting a century ride in because I was trying. Oh, yes. I was trying to do one every calendar month of the year, and that's a hundred mile ride to yes, the layperson. One hundred miles or more. Ridiculous <laughs> on a bicycle. So I was very close to because my knees have been giving me such problems. I I'm like, I can't. How am I going to do a hundred miles this month? And but I did end up getting it in like last couple of days of that month. I, I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna like I'd been trying to baby my knees, not go on any pro- big you rides. Taking meds at all. Nothing really. Crack? No. no I was, I'm, I've been trying to cut back on the crack. But uh, so I, I did find I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to, I've been babying my knees. It's not helping. I, sure. Even, I'll still go on like a, t- a short little 10 or 15 mile ride. I still have problems. And uh, so I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to do that century. And really, like they, my knees bothered me for the first 15, 20 miles. And then after 40 miles or so, they're pretty much fine. Like, Limbered well, up a bit. Son of a bitch. And so they kept giving me problems for a few months after that, but it wasn't as bad. And I did end up doing a one century or one 100 mile ride or more every calendar month of 2021. So I actually did from last December to from December of 2020 till December of 2021. So 13 months. Yeah. I did 15 <clears throat> rides of 100 miles or more. That's ridiculous. Because <laughs> there was a couple of months there that I did more than one. I think I, at the end of February and into early March, I did a century ride like three weeks in a row, three weekends in a row. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> I don't even like to drive that far. <clears throat> and I probably did one of the fastest I've ever done. I did the Door County Century. So oh, mo- yeah. most of these have been just <clears throat> on my own or with one or two other people. So there's Self- no one there to verify. We got Self-support. Well, it's on Strava. <laughs> if it, oh, true. You, you can look at them. Oh, yes. I have. <laughs> but so the Door County Century is supported. So every 20 miles or so, they have oh, food stations uh, set up with food and drinks. And it's it's nice. You just stop and get a fucking <clears throat> spaghetti dinner. They do. They have some of them. Yeah. They're like, like in the middle. So it's not 100 miles, no stopping. No. No. And even by myself, but it's very minimal stopping. I mean, you're stopping... 10 minutes or less and you're you're going again spaghetti and meatballs yeah back <laughs> back on it no i usually don't eat anything i mean you can't you no, can't eat anything I'll, too big no power yeah. bar a, yep. a handful of almonds yeah you get sick of that stuff after a while yes you do but that so that door county century i did with a group of maybe 10 other people okay and i so i did i rode 15 miles to get to the start of the century from the house we were <laughs> renting and then 15 miles back, and even with that 30 miles solo in there, yeah, 
my average was like 19.5 miles per hour. It was very fast for, for an average for over that much so distance. So you did 130 miles? Yeah. That's <laughs> Jesus. And I felt good that but that was that was right in that's in when is that? Late August, early September. So I'm like oh, a peak, little bit cooler peak physical in your, condition too. Yep. I've been riding all summer and you're a well-oiled machine. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, the well the the longest ride I've ever done was the the ride across Wisconsin, the raw ride. <laughs> Is that, that was, one where everyone's naked? Yeah, no. No, you wouldn't want to be naked for 235 miles. <laughs> On a bicycle seat? Yes. <laughs> Talk about pucker your gooch. <laughs> certainly would. What, uh, is it east-west or north-south? I've done I've done it twice. One was a shorter, only 175 miles. So what, is that one called Ride Partially Across Wisconsin then? Or? Well, it's, so the first, the first couple of years it was Dubuque to Kenosha. So southwest okay. to southeast. The skinny part of the sky. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. But then, then <clears throat> after that, the last couple of years have been lacrosse to Green Bay. Oh, that's a little crisscross there. Yep. Kind of a diagonal uh, west to east. But it's pretty cool because they start very early in the morning. Yeah. You got maybe a thousand people. Everybody's got lights. So you got a thousand people sure. in front of you with all these blinky red lights. And it's pretty cool starting out in the morning. I would imagine it is. So then do you just see them like just bicycles and people laying on the side of the road as you're <laughs> yeah. well he took off too fast <laughs> yep you gotta pace yourself bro is that a water bottle <laughs> no I, I think most people end up finishing really I, yeah how many what how, what's the distance on that one that was 235 god damn in a day you have a you have the option of doing it in a day or oh, in, stages in two days. or whatever yeah, <clears throat> I have not I think I've not done the two day I think that would be its own challenge to to do 120 miles one day and 110 the very next day because you're rested you're slept and do you really feel like getting back on the fucking thing yeah because that's one thing like when you're doing these supported rides you try not to stop for too long because your muscles and everything cool down and then it's just harder to get going again until you get worn back up again question Mm -hmm. do they give you space blankets no. <laughs> was all to wrap in after yeah. you're done when you cross the finish line it was always funny to me my stepdad did i mean he biked rode bicycled um jogged ran and uh cross-country skied did mm-hmm. the berkey for years yeah um and every one of those ski race running race bicycle race was must have been a thing of the late 80s early 90s all the they all got fucking space blankets <laughs> Well, I, I, like the crazy legs down in Madison, that 2K, 5K or whatever that ends on the 50-yard line of Camp Randall is the finish yeah. line. Everybody got space blankets. I could see it definitely being useful if you're in the cold like the Berkey because <laughs> you're all sweated up. Yeah. You're, you're, and you're, if you're going to stand around outside, you're going to have a problem pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. And they all had hypothermia. Five-inch icicle mustaches. Oh, and- when, I, when I was doing my, my last century of the year was I did it in on December 26th this last year. And I think I started, it was 14 degrees when I started in the morning, never got above 30. And I was out riding all day. And like at one point, I must not have like opened my mouth for a while. I got to open my <laughs> mouth and like all my beard hair is being pulled because it's all iced together. Like, oh, son of a bitch. You're going to say you ripped half your lip off. <laughs> God damn. I think I would have done like December 1st or something. Well, I, you know, it's hard because there's very few days, you know, December, January, February. Was there... Are, sh- 
you because you gotta you gotta it's gotta be somewhat a warm dry day yeah like no slushy gotta, shitty road it should have been probably dry for a few days because the roads need to have had time to clear off so oh, yeah you can't have just snowed yesterday and then you go out the next day there was a couple patches because i went i don't know what road that is i went past christy i took h past christy yep. and it kept going i went through altoona and up that way or was that not augusta Augusta's a, up there. Yeah, yeah. it's Augusta. Being so in bacon days. Yeah. So I went, that's the way I went. And that as I, when I got past Christie, whatever road that is, H, I guess, you continue going out there. Mm-hmm. And it was a little icy in spots. I had to ride like almost on the center line for a while because oh, it, was, sure. it was icy everywhere else. But Cars love that. You just <laughs> put, the, put the chains on or something? <laughs> no, I'm riding a, you know, the 25 millimeters wide. Yeah. Little, tiny, tiny little wheel. fucking razor. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's ridiculous. But I ride my old bike and I ride my new bike in the winter. Because it's not set up. No. And it hurts your knees. Just because I don't want it to get all... Uh, oh, salted. Just, yeah. All nasty. <laughs> yep. I have... I, so I did finally get the bike fit done. And I've still... <clears throat> I, I modified it so much afterwards. It was almost pointless. Because I, I was still... It was, it was too low. I raised my bike seat probably another three centimeters after after they did the bike fit. Yeah. But it seems better now. It seems good. And your knee issue is all over. Yeah, you're done. I think so. Until I get another COVID shot. But my problem was I just overdid it. I didn't even think about because I did 30 miles, a 30 mile ride that same day. As, yeah, and then 125 the very next day. Just too much. You're, you're, I think you're supposed to take it a little more easy than that. I don't think a human is supposed to bicycle that far as it is. <laughs> <laughs> they make these cars now. Oh, oh, is. Did you say one of your daughters is going to Madison? Mm-hmm. She's, they, she's loving it. She can get us Badger tickets. <laughs> she was at one. I need football tickets. She's at one game. She was on some uh, homecoming committee. And so she, oh. she got to go to a game. They really? actually got to go on the field. Well, don't they fun. get like dibs? Yeah. Students get first dibs? I think so. Yeah. No, she's she's been having a fun fun time down there. I would imagine Yeah. it's Madison. <laughs> exactly. You can't not have a good time. <laughs> I think you can. I've heard of people basically wasting their experience there but well that way yes but i guarantee they had fun while they were wasting it well no but like i've heard of people just down there basically sitting in their dorm room all night and then coming back to where they're from every weekend oh like, i see what you're saying yes just yeah, i got squandering, you squandering i thought you meant like time. ended up waking up from a under a pile of empty spray cans because no, they're not wasting gotcha maybe. gotcha gotcha yeah. they weren't experiencing anything right they were just getting nothing schooling out of it. and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No life lessons. Yeah. No, she's good. She's been. Uh, she's got a. Well, at first I told her, don't worry about getting a job. Just you know, do your school thing. You know, need oh, to, yeah. you don't need to work right away. But she ended up getting a job with uh, food services. She's working in a Starbucks. Oh, and that was nice. easy. Yeah. And she actually got. What did she get when she? I think she got to move in a couple of days early or something at the beginning of the year. Oh. Because they needed them there. Yep. Yep. Something like that. Dorms, I would assume. Yeah. Ugh. Next year she'll be in an apartment. She's actually already got it. Got oh, because they're going to be leaving a couple yeah. months. So yeah, that'd be cool. Now she's doing, she's working for like the accounting department now, which is good because that's what she's going to school for. But she's doing like for some the kind of, school. Yeah. Nice. Like 15 hours, 14, 15 hours a week. Paid or yeah. some damn intern bullshit. Paid. She also does this uh, UW late nights, which is just on oh. the weekends. It gives, I guess, kids that don't want to be out partying and drinking something to do. They do various activities and things. 
And so yeah, she does, she gotcha. helps organize those. <clears throat> and that's cool because she gets to meet a lot of people, I think, doing that. And she's out and about doing something. When she's not out partying and drinking. And exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when she's too hungover to go to the party, she organizes <laughs> it for the squares. <laughs> yes. Should bring that word back. <laughs> squares. I love that. I use it all the time. I called my son an L7 the other day and he was like, what? <laughs> so you need to rewatch the Sandlot again. Because it's an L7 square. Yeah. How is uh, your son's computer? He loves it. He's um, hesitant to move because everything that he played on laptop, um, he had, because it was Bluetooth, he used just an Xbox controller. Yeah. And I said, now when you go to this one, you can, but you really should learn keyboard and mouse yeah. for any sort of gaming. Like that's the advantage you have is a little more right. precise. So he was just frustrated for a couple of weeks. Because he's just playing Fortnite or any sort of first-person shooter. The scope's all over the <laughs> Because you're used to the controller. Yeah. And it's a whole different thing. And then he couldn't figure out the whatever. So I printed a little cheat sheet with... Okay. For, like, new PC gamers, this is the, um, you know, the ASDWZ, like, the common... Yep. These buttons correspond to the buttons on your Xbox controller. So he's... Been trying some more, and I got him a bunch of Steam gift cards, so he was putzing around just watching demos and stuff of games. Oh, I'm waiting uh, to see if I'm in the first round able to order my Steam Deck on the 25th. I was reading a little bit about those. I figured that would be something right up your alley. I, I reserved it on the day it was announced, so <laughs> hopefully I'm in the first round. I don't know. And what are you going to use said Steam Deck for? Oh, games, but I think I might, I might actually uh, use it at work some, too, because it's a Linux PC. Oh, yeah. So I'll be able to do some things with it as far as that goes, too. fancy things. Yeah. Networking things. Yeah. So it'll be fun. I can't wait. <laughs> you sound just <laughs> over the moon. <laughs> well, I'm still I, I'm uh, reserved in case I don't get into the, the uh, first round. Any of that stuff just takes forever. It was good. I think they... They limited the first round of pre-orders to people that already had a Steam account oh, prior sure. to that day. Yep. Like you couldn't just create a Steam account that day and, and then say, yeah, I'm an account holder. So they, yep. they limited the amount of bots ordering shit, at least. Oh, that way. sure. You know, you didn't have people buying it to resell immediately, hopefully, I'm or as many of them. Oh, I'm still waiting on an actual in-stock um, Xbox Series X. Oh, yeah. I get my new one. I finally got my PlayStation 5. That was... You had you had an Xbox though. I had a 360. Yeah, because we used to I play. I never had a one, but I had no, a 360. But that's way back in the day when I get yelled at by Amanda for talking too loud late at night and we played yeah. Borderlands. Yeah, I mean, you was Chad and Dusty. I think so. Getting some four player bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you fuckers never get on till like nine thirty. Right. We went to bed at ten, so <laughs> by the time the loading screen was done, I'm getting yelled at for talking too loud. Fucking <laughs> hell. <clears throat> Do you have better internets at your current residence? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be, because we're only a mile and a half out of town, if that much. Um, It's DSL, but it's up 250 meg. Mm. And they said, you're just at such a distance where it was only like 10 bucks more than the 15. And But they said, you're not going to get 50. And it's 25 to 35. Okay. So it's usable. All of us, if uh, my kids are there, everyone's there. There's nine devices all going at once, and I've never had an issue. Yeah, 
Netflix or online, the kids always discovered the fact that there's a party you can create on Xbox for chat. Mm-hmm. So they're always on with friends, like they're getting gamer names from friends at school, all getting to that age. So they're always doing something. They recently discovered their, their, their love again for Roblox. So they've been, Logan and Nick just have iPads, so they use that. And they FaceTime just the audio, okay. like with friends. Yep. So that they don't, because they don't, like their friends might not have a headset or mic or whatever. And they'll play this Roblox shit for hours and hours. Hmm. And I, whatever. It's, you're not out shooting people and yeah. <laughs> doing stupid stuff. There's way worse things that you could be doing. No, just Friday, a new game came out. I've been playing that a lot. And On your PS5? Yeah. What is it? Horizon Forbidden West. So it's it, a sequel to Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Is that? From five, four or five years ago. PS5 exclusive? PS4 and PS5. But not Xbox. No. Of course. <laughs> it's it's like a single that. single player. Good. Most of the games I play, I don't play much multiplayer, really. <laughs> You're not really missing much. <laughs> no. I think I actually I made the mistake of introducing yesterday. We were cleaning Logan's room and he found the disc for, I think it was the first expansion. Leisure for, Suit Larry. For Destiny 2. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. Go get some some pleasure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, For Destiny okay. 2, 2, the second one. Um, so he's like, well, I, you know, whatever popped it in. And of course it has to install the base game and then get some updates. The, because the disc he had was for the first expansion. Uh-huh. So between the disc and the first download, it was like 89 gig. And I was like, oh, fuck. okay. So we let it go over Friday night and then Saturday morning, like the, he wanted to try to do his, when you first sign in. It's like, do you want to be a man, a woman, mm. what character? And then you can do like all the face and the hair and the whatever. So he did all that. And he was he watched some YouTube stuff on how to actually get started and what he needed to do. Um, And he's hooked. Yeah. And that's the one that I've been because the new expansion and they're vaulting a bunch of shit is Tuesday. Okay. I've so I played that game. So I was like, you know, you're probably going to be mad. Because a lot of the stuff that you're using, like the missions you're replaying over and over to get quests done, all that's getting vaulted. Yeah. Like it's going away on Tuesday. <laughs> and you just cost me money because if you love it, then I also have to buy you the Witch Queen expansion on Tuesday. Yeah. Because otherwise, like nothing will work. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, I should have thought of this like six months ago. At least let you get into it a little I'd bit. I've not heard of that vaulting. <clears throat> so vaulting some of the old DLC or just like like the entire planets are going away, yeah. Okay. Like if you if you have a quest that requires that planet, the planet goes away, the whole quest goes away. But if you the quests in doing them, you get this legendary armor or exotic weapons or whatever. Mm-hmm. That stuff you, you keep. keep what you you got. just have no access to that location anymore. Right. And it's the second time they've done it in these last two um, expansions. So a lot of people were pissed off the first time, but they're essentially what they're saying is that there probably will never be a Destiny 3. Yeah. They'll just keep like the expansions are now going to be the size of the base game. Well, then they can they can bring this stuff back at some point. But yeah. It could be a, like a big deal to bring something. Some of the and voltage there's back. like five things. What is it? Every month. Um, Where you can do. The historic missions. Mm, okay. So like, okay, this raid that everyone loved 
is vaulted. Yeah. Maybe in April from the 1st to the 30th, it's available to play. You know, you go to a special kiosk, yeah. pick up the mission, and you can play that raid again. Just, I'm guessing, because their shit was full, there was like 16 different locations. And each location is, I mean, the base game was well over 110 gig. Yeah. Um, It's just fucking huge. But it's, <laughs> I don't sit and watch. Some people love that. If you're super into like D&D and the lore and, because as you unlock stuff, there's all these tabs you can go to and it's like, oh, here's the lore for this. And it's literally like you unlock pages of a book and you can sit there and fucking read about the magic of this sword and whatever. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> so there's probably half of the game that I'm missing. Like I'm following the story along, but I don't need to know the all the background yeah. to it and whatever. But uh, Dusty's on there every now and then. Uh, actually, the person who must have realized, oh, shit, everything's getting vaulted. Fucking Giles. Oh, yeah. Almost nightly, he's on there posting and the looking Mr. for school like, looking for three people to do a raid on whatever. Like he's trying to get his <laughs> yeah. shit in. Um, but yes, the I have to say that is possibly one of the most unique names yeah. <laughs> I've ever heard in my. I knew a Noah Vandaloo when I worked in Eau Claire, and then at Charter there was Giles. Was it Drew? I think Drew was his middle name. I seen I his whole his shit. Name. I think it was D R U. Yeah, Giles. Because I always put a Vaughn in there. <laughs> Vaughn Schoolmeister. <Yes. laughs> but it's not. But I think it was Giles Drew Schoolmeister. Yeah. It was his name. But so I was, is it Meister or Meister? I think it's, he always pronounced it Meister, but it's, I would say Meister. <laughs> because we're American. Yeah. And this is America. That's right. So I always said Giles Von Drew Schoolmeister or Giles Drew Von Schoolmeister. Yep. But somebody like that. It's like Frank says his last name wrong. It's French. Like, get over it's it. It's Dubois. Yeah, it's yes. Dubois. It's not Dubois. <laughs> Stupid. Don't don't ignore your French heritage. Well, I never knew how to say it. So when I first, when I had my old, like, S3 or whatever, when I had his, when he was a contractor, I had his number in my phone. Yeah. I never knew what his last name was. So to this day, because Google transfers the contacts. Yeah. He's in my phone as Frank Frank. Frank, you had Frank. to put a first and last name, and I never knew what his Frank, last Frank. name was, so he was always Frank Frank. But that's how I do nowadays is a name and how why I know you. I do that a lot with like the contractors that we work with because yep. I, I mean, their name might be the same as three other people's names, but yep. I need to differentiate them somehow if they like call me Chloe Athens Buyer, yeah, or John Gilman Seller. <laughs> like, and I probably don't know I their last name either. No, yeah. but at least then when they call, it's it's something other than a random phone number. Yep. Like, okay, if it's Sunday afternoon and a random number, I might just go to voicemail. Yeah. I'll deal with it on Monday morning. <laughs> but if it comes up as someone who, like, we have a pertinent deal going, I'll probably answer because I know yeah. probably what it's about. But I can pick and choose. Pick and choose. You're going to have to edit this one down. It's too long. Why? We're over two hours already. Yeah? So? <laughs> what of it? No one wants to listen to us talk for two hours. Everyone does. <laughs> Everyone. Two hours, nine minutes. Two hours, nine minutes. Yeah, we still got a little bit of memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I just record right to the iPad. So I just only wait till you're uploading this one. You'll be bitching to me again about uploading this video. <laughs> Fucking charter. <laughs> and you know goddamn well, it's the same cable. 
same everything. Just hit a button and give me faster upload speed. The upstream can't handle it. That's the problem with the <clears throat> coax. Just my modem no. can handle faster <laughs> upload speed. Yeah, so we gave you all of the bandwidth. Yes. Yeah. Just like from <laughs> like 1 to 2 p.m. Yeah. Every day. Just give me parallel. 200, 200. That's, that's more than good enough. They could probably do 200 up, I suppose. I think you could probably do that for me. <laughs> I can't. I can't do anything with provisioning of modems. Even the even the one gig modems are only 40 up. I mean, I thought you said you down. could get one, you could get parallel, or that's with fiber. Fiber. And you don't know anything about pricing for fiber. I have no idea. Because I don't, I don't do, all I do is hook up the hub side for the fiber connections. I don't do anything with like installing it. Because you're not a people or, person. I that's right. <laughs> 95% of my workday is all alone. I saw how you were with customers. <laughs> I was pretty good with customers. Your fucking robot <laughs> remote speech was, what was exactly the, the, fucking, the same. The, the Congo bush pilots. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going through. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm explaining, I'm explaining the VOD. And I, and I just Video happened, on demand. I, 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 had, I, had this, I had this rote speech, like Joel said, about... About it's how every to use single customer. It's fucking word for word. But it was good. It was like three and a half minutes. It was succinct. People it was to it. the point, and we got the hell out of there. People got it. And so I'm going into on demand. I would just choose something at random to show them. Usually mm-hmm. something safe, like Discovery Channel, which or this was, yeah, this something was. safe where it's not going to be I like I wouldn't go to like Cinemax um, after dark yes. or something. Yeah. Yes, but. Uh, so I go in there and I find this Congo Bush Pilots and I show them how you play it. You can go back and resume it. I notice that Joel, every time I I mention the Congo Bush Pilots, because is like is like straining to to hold in his laughter. Because you went into your 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 robot, your monotone. You're explaining it, and you're like, "This is I'm being you." To the customer, you're like, "Okay," and then you go in here to on demand. Let's say Discovery Channel, and we'll just pick the first show here, and it's. Congo. Congo Bush pilots. <laughs> so then, if we go in and like, it wasn't what you were trying to find, no. but it's the first one there. Yeah. But you insisted on saying over Congo over. Bush pilots <laughs> instead of you. this show or the show or something. So in that three minutes, you probably said Congo Bush pilots thirty five times. <laughs> So well, when you get done with, I, with this episode of Congo Bush Pilots, you can watch the next episode of Congo Bush Pilots. And if you want to pause your Congo Bush Pilots, you can rewind it. Fast forward, watch episode two. Go back, walk away, go <clears throat> go get something to eat and come back, resume Congo Bush Pilots. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I, I even remember showing in my forehead. I think I even remember where that, that house was like over by the UW in Marshfield somewhere in that, back in that corner. I remember going into the... Was that with you or is that with Scotty? The thing with the thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that guy had some issues. I have the, no idea what was the, going the on thing there. And the thing. You guys sent me to quite a few places where afterwards you're like, "Who's that?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, good." Well, back in the day when I first started, we were still using the CB radios to, to call oh, out jobs to God. us, like anything additional that didn't come on a piece of paper for you in the morning. Oh, sure. Would call out over the radio, and everyone, everyone heard. This this uh, address and this customer this trouble call come in, but I took it. I was a new guy, and I like okay, sure, I'm available. I'll take it. And uh, no one no one says anything. Everyone else heard it, but yeah, they all afterwards they're like, oh, how's how's that? There was I don't want to say names because I don't whatever, but there was a lot 
There was a lot of them in Marshfield. Yeah. There was one in Abbotsford. Yeah. There was uh, some sort of makeshift animal sanctuary. <laughs> and I always remember talking to Jamie and he's like, I was plastic man. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I went in there a couple times. And he had some kind of skin condition. So he has salve rubbed all over him. <laughs> and then so it doesn't dry up. Sam's they wrapped plastic. All over. <laughs> so he's just sitting on the couch, fucking cats climbing all over him, oh, yeah. head to toe. Like, other than his face, just plastic wrap. <laughs> and, like, tight. <laughs> just sitting on the couch. He's probably allergic to cats. Oh, God. <laughs> so Jamie always... And he couldn't just say, Plastic Man. Plastic Man. Man. Is always this I'm always his, uh, his action-packed the hero. Oh, that was Jamie's... Because I would, I would go and I would high-pass a, a noisy drop. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was always his uh, hero. Because he would he he would be the one that'd have to go there and, and actually and explain, do the house explain wiring. to them why, well, why why that guy didn't just come in the house and, and fix it. <laughs> he had some sort of <coughs> naked Ken doll at some point also, yeah. and every now and then I would just get a picture of it, like on my driver's seat. Yeah. And then I'd go outside, and he's just gone, and so is the naked Ken doll. You just pose it there, take a picture, yes! and leave with his doll. Yes. Well, he wasn't gonna let you have it. It was one of it, like as I always had my gloves up in the dash. Yeah. And like naked Ken was under the windshield wiper, <laughs> so you could see my gloves. And he took a picture, and then grabbed Ken and just went, like drove away. <laughs> he's a funny guy. This is Darth Vader hard hat. <laughs> Not even hard hat, like full on Darth Vader helmet. I believe that's still sitting in the office. Oh, he left it there. Yes. Was he made to leave it there? Maybe. Maybe Reggie confiscated it. <laughs> you can't be trusted That's with That's enough anymore. of that. With great power comes great respect. Responsibility? Response. Respectability? <laughs> Something. It's only Spider man. Oh. Well, I suppose you got anything else for me? No, I got nothing. Nothing? Okay, well, I'm glad you uh, you got the right day this time. Everything worked out. <laughs> yes, I, I didn't even get to berate you on that at all. There's oh, well. no berating. It's fine. Beat you about the head and shoulders. Bl bludgeon me. <laughs> Rain blows down upon. What's that from Seinfeld? I'm in the middle of rewatching that whole series. Oh, yeah. Uh, season six. I think I'm just into five. It, not not five all, or six. Not all the episodes have aged that well. I don't think. Most have some of the early, like season one. Yeah. Just because they were just trying to figure themselves out. Yeah. Like two is kind of eh, and then three is when they really kind of start getting right where it's holding up well. But I enjoy the uh, most places where you can stream it, or if you own the DVDs, the uh, pilot, mm -hmm. because. Everything's different. The apartment's different. Yeah. You know, whatever. I think Jerry's parents were in it. They were different people. But Kramer was originally named Kessler. <laughs> so that's what they call him in that show. And he was a drunk. He was supposed <laughs> to be a drunk because he was just crazy like that. Yeah. So somewhere between the pilot and the first episode of season one, he became Kramer and was just crazy and yeah. not, not a drunk. But yeah, his name was supposed to be Kessler. He had like five o'clock shadow, his hair all messed up, <laughs> little bleary eyes and whatever. I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't remember much of it. it uh, there was actually two or three like common references from Seinfeld that all came right from the pilot, and I don't remember them offhand. Because okay. I'm 
thinking of all the other ones that I've recently seen because I'm just <laughs> getting into five or six. I don't remember. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, worth a rewatch. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Boom. Now, what shall we